Yo, so look, this is Home Room with Smooth, y'all. Uh, I got with me Type X Thrills, Celine, Talia, and my boy KJ. Um, so how y'all doing today? Good. Good. That's, that's fantastic. Hungry. Staying healthy. Happy okay. to be back. Tired. My boy, my boy Type X. What's good, bro? I'm happy to be back, man. Happy to be back. Yeah, oh, we yeah, missed yeah. you. This, you know what? This is the first time since, like, when was, since what since, that all four of us are on? Yeah, yeah, since all four of us is on. This, this is the first time in a long time. Oh, this is literally man. the first time in a long time. The original Yo, four. Right on cue. I knew this was going to happen. Char, hey, what's yo. up? Yo, 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 finally. Yo, Char, what's good? <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm just going to start. Watching time, pop up. Hey, it's I like how it's for me. I like the screen setup too. <laughs> Battle of the sexes. <laughs> no, literally. No, but it's good for the topic. For the topics at hand, it's good for the topics at hand. It's good for yeah. the topics at hand. Um, so, so the first topic is why y'all gotta be on top though. I want to say <laughs> something, but it's inappropriate. I'm so childish. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that was so childish. I am Fact. so childish. <laughs> Fact. I had a I had a joke back to that, but I missed my window. But go ahead. <laughs> All right. So so listen. So listen. Our first topic is uh, so I'm gonna talk about this this cryptocurrency BitCloud, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and answer some of y'all questions. Then uh, we can also talk about some other cryptocurrencies if that's what y'all into and what y'all want to do, and then we'll jump into the first topic. So uh, to talk about BitCloud. So BitCloud is very weird. Is a coin that is based off of you and your own social media presence. It's literally based off a of clout. Like the, the value is whatever people buy in. Like I made three dollars when I, as soon as I made it, I made three dollars. I was like, this is weird. Like literally, people came and bought stock into me. Into me. Like you're literally buying stock into a person. That, that's a scary place. Like, I want to be honest. That's a really scary place. Honestly. So does that does that mean they own you a little bit? N- no. <laughs> no, they just own the coin. And they can kind of, like, advise. I guess they can advise me on things to do if I, unless I want to lose value. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, like, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't think you should say those type of things. Um, all, all right up. Oh. Oh. We miss you too. But she over here saving realize... lives. Shout out to mm-hmm. the first responders. I didn't realize it was live. Shit. We definitely live. We we about oh, to speed yeah. this up. We live, baby. <laughs> um, no, nah, but do y'all do y'all have any questions about that? Like how that works or whatever? Like in where do you buy it? Or not where do you buy it, but how do you like start? Where do you yeah. start? Yeah, okay. So basically, like you gotta get go you gotta go onto the website. So what I did was I literally Googled BitClout. My friend, my friend first, she made it on Twitter. She made it. And I was like, Oh, okay. I said, What is that? I said BitClout. I never heard of that. And then she was talking about like who are these people investing money into me? This is weird. So I said, Okay, first of all, she has a very like you know, like her Huge page problem. on Twitter is private. So I'm like, and there's oh. only like a certain amount of people. There's, there's a lot of people following her, 
or whatever, but it's not enough to where it's like all those people would be buying in there. So I said, okay, this is weird. I'm like, I'm gonna go check it out. So I go to go check it out, and um, I'm like, okay, this is interesting because they have they the highest person on there is Elon Musk, and every coin of Elon Musk is worth sixty one thousand dollars. Oh shit. $61,000. Um, then you have like the next person. Uh, oh, I kind of forget who the next person was, but further down, you got like Jake Paul, Kylie Jenner. Um, like way further down is like Kim K and stuff. And uh, and then somewhere in the middle was Drake. Drake's was like 7K. And then like all the way at the bottom, you got new people like me that mine was worth like, I think like. A couple dollars, maybe one dollar or something like that, or a couple cents. No, it was a couple cents. I was worth a couple cents. I was like, oh, okay, that's all right, cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I have a presence there. Like, so if you want some what's up smooth or whatever coin, you know what I'm saying? Go on the BitCloud, buy invest in me. I get 15%. It's just the lean coins. Yeah, you can make a coin for yourself. You could really go out there and make a coin for yourself. So it go it goes into your pocket. Whatever people invest in you goes in your pocket. Is that what you're saying? So, so here's the thing, like, right? So you have to have other crypto transfer to the wallet to buy more of those. Now, mm -hmm. right now, it's a closed, it's a closed loop system because they're trying to get like more people to buy in, and they're just trying to see how far it gets word of mouth. Then once once it it establishes itself and the concept is understood, they're gonna open it up, and then it's gonna start just being traded, just regularly. And that's when stuff is just gonna get weird because it's gonna be a lot of different currencies, and they're trying to they're trying to work out that that pro that, that that process because you essentially have where you know what I'm saying you'll have a must coin out there, you know what I'm saying like literally on the open market, uh, Elon Musk coin, you know what I'm saying, and then you'll have like you know what I'm saying like a Drake coin, a Kendrick coin, or a, a freaking I don't know like a NAACP coin, like like it, it could. There's, there's, you could use it for anything because there's businesses on there, you know what I'm saying, with their slash reserves. Like, it's really weird and wild. Like, like so if you want to go check it out, I hit Google. I just, went to the, I just went to the website. Elon Musk coin is worth $62,327.77. It went up. Uh, that, it went down. It used to be $68,000. Yeah. Oh, Ariana, Ariana Grande is worth $22,500. Um, let's see who else is out here. Um, the old president, his shit, his shit worth seventeen, seventeen thousand. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, the old president. I love how you just say his name. Yeah, <laughs> the the orange Cheeto motherfucker. Yeah, his shit worth seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> we might lose some viewers because of that, but yeah, fuck him. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. It is fuck Donald Trump. Ain't got nothing to do with me anymore. But yeah, no, that's crazy. But no, that's crazy, bro. Um, just the whole thought process of like, like if your shit's three dollars, my shit probably a dollar fifty, man. I ain't got no. I don't have no. I don't have no no clout in this online world. I'm like, I don't know. I'll be off to the side. I'll be losing followers for real. Wow. Yeah, like it, it's literally an aggregate of all your social media stuff. It's an aggregate. And the more you're known, the more you can, people will invest in you and then you'll get more clout <clears throat> and you're raising value. Like, really crazy. 
but that's how the coin works. Like it pulls from your so your online presence to make give you value. And that's why I must be like so high because he has like super present. I'm about to start buying followers. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get these dope coins up, man. That's what that's what we about to do. About to do dope coins. Get in contact with a marketing team. Nah, Say what? I don't get in contact with a marketing team. I don't have shit to market. Oh, ain't nothing. No, it's a marketing team will get you uh, more real real time followers. And oh yeah, I'm hip. I used to, I used to do that as a job. I used to hate that shit, man. Niggas just start a, a profile on on a Monday and want a thought want two thousand followers by Friday. I'm like. Golly, y'all obsessed. Y'all not even selling nothing. <laughs> Those little giveaway things are like what they use. Oh, yeah. They start their page off as free Jordan giveaway, and then three days later, they take down all the pictures, and they be pictures of themselves. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, Change yeah. the name of the account. Right. Right. I, I thought about doing that with my the, like, the actual like homeroom and smooth page, but then I was like, that is so fake. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like none of those people are there for that. Like, oh, okay. Hey, I, I, it was a joy. Then they start looking at the content, and they, they either they gonna stay or they not gonna stay. I mean, yeah, but I don't want to do that. Like that just feels so <laughs> like. All right, uh, feel, that don't you feel. You be better off hiring a hacker yeah. to hack somebody, hack somebody page and steal their account. <laughs> to keep it honest, you know what? You know what? I I bet you Kevin can do that shit. He probably I bet you Kevin can definitely do that shit, bro. Hey, 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 let's not talk about this on Al Gore's internet. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> 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 <Just> an unsecure <laughs> line. <laughs> right, right. Okay, okay. So, uh, all right. So, did I miss the icebreaker or this is it? This, this is the icebreaker. icebreaker. Did you change it? No, this has been the icebreaker since Monday. <laughs> he just, I, thought he just about about I thought it was something about relationships. I thought it was something about relationships. That's the next. That's the next topic, actually. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad, audience. <laughs> First, you ain't know we was on air. You ain't know we was doing the icebreaker. I'm all Come on, that's, that's what it is. Char said, "Let's get on. You about to eat? Char about to eat and go to the streets. That's what she about to do. Look at her." <laughs> Did y'all go get uh, drinks happy hour that one time? Yeah, we went last week. That shit was lit. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. I wish I wish I was in the same city as somebody. Nah, Shar 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 good people, man. She a good time, man. Fucking jokes the whole time. <laughs> Boy, yo, y'all should see her try to eat oysters though. That shit was funny. Wow, is gonna put me in black like that? Y'all should do like a separate, like little log. Y'all should have did like a, a like a video log. Going. Yeah, we should have. Damn, we weren't thinking. Yeah, I was doing a video log. He was eating. Sorry, I, he's like, I, I, nah. I he's like, no one watching me eat. Too busy drinking. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it started. It started raining though. That's why, like, right, right when she started eating the oyster, it had started raining, and then like you could just, uh, like, you could tell. Okay, yo, this shit was mad funny. So it was like, it was white and black people out there, right? So. I started seeing drops. I'm like, yo, is it raining? So, like, this one black couple, they got up and went inside. I was like, oh, shit. So, it might be raining because they got up. 
So then this yeah, other all black, the black people started getting up. All the black people started getting up. Then this one black dude, he was like, man, fuck this shit. He went to the car and got this big ass Louis Vuitton umbrella. <laughs> I was like, damn, this nigga smart. And all you just saw was the white people just looking at us like, what's going on? The next thing you know, all the white people start coming inside. I was like, damn, now you know it's raining when the white people come inside. That's for real. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, can't, I can't take y'all nowhere. <laughs> Nope. You can't, can't take us nowhere. Nah, oh, not at all. All right. all right. My bad. Go ahead. Next topic. My bad. All right. So if you have any other questions on crypto, just hit me up on the side. So <laughs> the first topic is, can you take advice and correction from the opposite sex? Anybody but Celine. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Lee, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta switch y'all. Because I love her. Boom. Okay, you back. You back that, that, that's all. Lee, what's up, Lee? Did he know I Everybody laugh. I miss much. Yeah, I miss much. Not really. So, so you you miss icebreaker, but it's okay. It doesn't matter. Um. So the first topic is: Can you take advice and correction from the opposite sex? That is the question. Who wants to go first? Right. Who got an ambulance in the background? So honest. So so we're gonna start. We're gonna start with the ladies first. Okay. We'll start with y'all first. Okay. Look, let's go with Celine. Why are we all so quiet? <laughs> go ahead. Damn, like everybody eating on the podcast? Come on, man. I'm sorry. I'm I, I sorry. clearly missed the memo. Yeah, thanks. I would have. I would have got some food too. I told y'all. Look, I ain't ate. I'm making some breakfast. Y'all knew this. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. Don't do yeah. it. Um, yeah, of course. I don't see why not. I mean, as long as it's, and I don't, as long as it's not coming from a place of like condescension or like it's just like, I feel like for me it would be kind of the same like for any that goes with anybody like woman or man. You know what I mean? Like as long as you're not trying to be disrespectful, I don't see why not. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Shar? Yeah, I mean, mm. I, I agree with her, but I also think it depends on what exactly it is. Mm. Like, for instance, you know, sometimes people have past traumas that they're dealing with, and you may say stuff and you don't mean to hurt their feelings. And if they come in and say, hey, I don't like them, you do this, and it helps you improve yourself. Yeah, I'm all about letting me know what's on your mind so that I'm, I'm not doing things to hurt you without realizing it. But if you just a straight asshole and you coming at me and you being passive aggressive and shit, no. Mm. That's okay. Ooh, what about Celine? What, what Celine? is she doing? Oh, I can talk now. <laughs> right? Yes. I'm I'm allowed. <laughs> Go ahead, Celine. Nah, um, I don't think taking criticism for like from Mel's perspective is like a bad thing for me, but like. 
I have like PTSD from my last relationship, y'all. Like the shit is bad. So it's like I was getting criticized in like uh in a lot of ways that now like I'm gonna I'm gonna question everything somebody questions about me, if that makes sense, versus just taking account for what somebody is saying because I was taking account for what somebody was saying at one point and it was making me like unconfident, like just insecure, you know, like the whole nine. So now it's like, I don't mind, but I definitely like don't take it, take heed to it at first, if that makes I, sense. I get that. You, you want to make sure about, about, about their intentions first. Cause yeah, yeah. Like, then, put you down. Have to be like, yeah. Yeah. Uh -oh. Okay. 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 So, so Lee, what's good? So, <laughs> the man went. I, 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 value, <laughs> I value a woman's perspective a lot, uh, especially coming from like a single parent um, home. Um, mm -hmm. Like my dad was like, like my only parent for the longest time. I mean, I would have like random women coming in and out of my house, but they, it's not like they were any type of figure to me. Big pimp. So like, <laughs> like, yeah. So, oh, like when it comes to like a woman's perspective, and especially since I I work in like the medical field, there's like a high like like amount of females in there to begin with. Uh, um, like I just uh, I I value it so much more because I, I like I would always get like the male's perspective. Of like from my dad or her cousins, my my brother, you know, oh my friends, and I always have the male perspective, and very rarely would I get the female perspective. And um, getting that point of view is so much clearer because women can be a lot more brutal than men sometimes. I'm like, uh, they they'll see shit that men don't ever see, you know. Like the smallest shit. Like I might be doing little ticks that piss uh, a female off that I would not know. Oh, but like men don't care. Um, that's real. That's that, facts. That, that's real. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't understand. I didn't understand the last part. Yeah. I'll go ahead. Uh, would you go ahead, Lee? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So she just asked him what you said at the end again. If you could say that to her. Okay, he just keep, he just gonna keep going eating. Uh, KJ, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, no, nah, I mean I can, uh, and it's one of the things that in in my past relationships um, that I've incorporated um, for myself to make me um, a better person. Because anytime someone gives you advice, like my favorite quote is, um, "I can take the advice of others, but the ultimate decision is mine." And um, it's a quote from Martin Luther King. And so, Martin Luther King Jr., excuse me. And so, when people give me advice, I listen to it because just because it doesn't apply right now, right then, in that moment today, and even if I don't like that person, I've learned the emotional maturity to separate the message from the messenger. So, you may not like the person giving you the advice, but the advice could be crucial. And I found myself even recently. Um, applying advice and constructive criticism is like I call it or critiques 
in my life from people that I can't stand or that just say something like, all right, I know you're trying to be facetious or I know you're trying to be, uh, like, like Sally said, condescending, but I need to do this right now to make myself a better person. Um, and as far as like women, like I am humble enough to know that women see things from a lot of different, um, perspectives and they see things that we as men oftentimes don't see. And I think the vice versa goes for men is that men, we, we sometimes give women that, that free game in a sense about things that they may not consider or may not think about in their haste of them sometimes moving too fast. And so I think it works both ways. But for me, no, nah, I definitely, uh, I'm humble enough to take advice and criticism from women. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Got you. Alan, what's good? All right. Well, kind of like no, what Tim and I, we were talking about on Friday. <laughs> 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 no, um, it, it's always good for advice and correction because, um, like, we were talking mm -hmm. about it and it goes into, into other things. Um, we all have different viewpoints, kind of like what KJ was saying, too. So things that I don't see and won't come to my attention or may not even be important to me um, doesn't mean it's doesn't mean I can't work on it, too. So it's always good to, to get that other point of view, get that other perspective, getting someone that goes through uh, that goes through through different um, trials and tribulations too so and so they're coming from their experiences which and kind of like what kj said even if it's not at that moment in time it is going to help me down the line or it could help me in, in that current situation um so as long as you know where it's coming from and um and kind of like like what we said kind of like in celine's um and her experience because it happens both ways as long as it's someone not trying to control you and make you a lesser version of yourself so you, you feel dependent on that person it's it's always good to take advice from that that other that other perspective um and and that's for advice and and correction too because like we said things too sometimes you know guys and girls um just we're oblivious to something but just because it doesn't hit us in the same way too so sometimes you realize that you're doing something wrong and and you don't intend to do it so if someone's saying hey guess what this might be you know this, this isn't kosher this is wrong this is you know um ignorant and you, you don't see it you take it like oh my bad and and you go and you go ahead and correct it that's something you will never know unless you get someone from that different perspective mm -hmm, exactly okay okay so <clears throat> to answer this question myself, uh, I almost forgot what the question was. I love you, um, So, <laughs> Your own question, bro? Yeah, I almost did. I almost did. <clears throat> do you want to ask, ask it for you? No, 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 no. You, you don't have to ask me. I'm good. I'm good. No, so uh, for me, I would say I would say at one point that was a, that was a no. Like at one point, like I wasn't really like. I, it, only if that person I seen them as someone that was like, like my elder, not my peer. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, if, if you were my peer, like I was not hearing you because I'm like, like you go do your thing, you go handle your business. Like what what you have, what business do you have criticizing me? But then at the same time, I realized that sometimes good advice is good advice. So I I open myself up and I begin to just listen to people. Um, from from all different aspects and thus i was able to improve myself um uh, at a faster rate because i was getting a lot of good things said i just needed to like okay there's this thing i'll i'll, I'll take that take that take that on a chance i'll do that too i'll do that too i'll do that too i'll do that too um um but as far as like 
I guess so to get into my next question um, for the fellas and then we go down to the ladies. Um, like, do, would you feel like emasculated by said advice or correction? Um, for me, no, I never felt emasculated. I just, I just have a, like I was saying earlier, a strong disdain for unwanted comments, commentary. Like if I did not ask for your commentary, like I'm just going to like completely let it go in one ear and out the other. Cause I didn't ask for it. Like, I'm like, why are you paying attention to me? Like you got your own whole life. Like just do you, but that, that's just me. Like, that's just where I was at. Like, and then I kind of went, okay, relax, dude. Like, just let these people get their stuff off. And if it's sound advice, you know, use it. If it's not just, you know, oh, okay, cool. And just let it keep going. Like, there's no need to be a jackass about it, you know. Um, but that's me. Um, so, Alan, it honestly, it depends on. <laughs> It depends on the person and, and, and the form. So kind of like when I was messing with Celine right there, I know her, so I feel comfortable doing that. And I was like, anybody oh. but Celine. But um, if someone someone like I don't know does it, especially in a form of people, and they're trying to give advice about that, and they're doing it condescendingly, that's where I guess I wouldn't feel emasculated about it, too. Because like, honestly, no one could do that to me except like my mom. But um, but just in general, I, I'd be more like, what the hell is your problem? Because if I came at you that way, too, you wouldn't like that because it's just respect as a person. So emasculation, no. Like, oh, disrespected, yes. Yeah, yeah. Depending on 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 how you do it, but that's just because of me. I no one, I said no one can emasculate me except my mom. So, Thanks. go ahead, KJ. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel emasculated because I already I'm confident in my masculinity already, and I think. Um, some of the men who, who, who might feel opposite of me, who might not on the show, I'm just saying in general in the world, mm. um, are already men who probably already have uh, fragile masculinity in a, in that of themselves, um, based on things that they might have experienced or just how they, they view their perception of the world. And so for me, you know, having the confidence in my own masculinity and know where I stand and knowing you know, what I believe my definition of a real man to be, um, it doesn't hinder me from accepting criticism and advice from women. And even if um, I was given advice from a woman and it was supposed to demean me or, or tear me down, it can't because that just because it's given to me again, doesn't mean I have to apply it or even hold it in, in, in any sort of regard for my life. You know what I'm saying? So I would say for me, no, because I'm already comfortable where I stand, um, where I stand with my own masculinity, and how I view myself. Go ahead, Lee. Uh, for for me, I I'm not um I'm not sure there's anything that would necessarily feel me like uh, emasculated or whatever, or like it would have to be like really extreme. And uh, I'm I'm like just a very curious person and like like i'm gonna ask any and every question because i want to understand and people like i like the connection between me and another person is so like so valuable oh like trying to understand certain points of views views and and trying like like to put myself in their shoes or or, or trying to understand whatever's going on in their life, I that would make them uh, 
choose such and such, you know, in mm -hmm. those different moments. Like we could, um, you could put two people in the exact same scenario, but those same two people will probably same, solve the same solution different ways is or different thought processes to get to the same answer or like mm -hmm. they're they're like it, like there's more than one way to like skin a cat so mm -hmm. like one way most people put it it's so like there's there's so just there's so much value you know in each and every individual well that you can't just disregard our any one person or any group of people's opinions and it's because the, there's some value in there somewhere, you know. Facts. I'm good. Facts, facts, facts. You're good? Okay. <laughs> so uh Celine. So for so for the so for the ladies. So for the ladies. So so this is this is the flip side of the question. So for ladies, do you feel like uh at some point a man's advice and corrections could feel like undermining? You know what I'm saying? Or it could feel controlling, you know? Um, for me, I would say not all men towards me, but the fact that I've dealt with that before and didn't even realize it was happening. Yeah, in a sense, depending on who, who, who and what the situation is that you're dealing with. Because for me, it's like, I'm, I'm a really nice person, y'all. Like, I'm really, really nice. So it's like I'm a people pleaser. So if, like, I'm dealing with somebody, whether it be a relationship or a friendship or whatever, like, I, I'm, I like making people happy. So it's like, I mean, if somebody sees that they can take advantage of trying to change me as a person to um get the result they want out of me then i look at it as like yeah controlling or um dang um controlling or manipulative so on and so forth but like i said it doesn't apply to everybody like um it just it's happened to me so i'm like i'm in the i like to now like uh filter out like re the reasons behind everything that somebody said to me from the opposite sex especially if it's somebody that i'm dealing with right right so it's not coming from a place of like control or like manipulation or something like that make you know? sure yeah yeah it's still, it's still respecting your, your freedoms and your liberty you know um hold on a little comment you say it's how you say it from anyone. Yeah, that's true. This is that's true. Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> um, so Talia. Um, actually, I was gonna say exactly what the person um commented. I agree with that. Um, I feel like tone and what you and how you say it matters a lot. Um, like I guess it could get to that point. I mean, I feel like we've all been there not even only just in relationships but like even within friendships too I feel like sometimes like it could feel I don't know maybe you're having an off day or maybe you perceive what someone said wrong or maybe they it came out what they said wrong and it's just kind of like damn like they trying to tell me what to do you know what I mean like I feel like it could I don't necessarily think that it's like a 
man versus woman thing. I just think it's kind of like a, it happens, you know? Right. It happens to anyone. Okay. So, Char? Her. Yeah, Her? I pretty much agree. <laughs> <laughs> now, I hit the, um, sorry. I hit the wrong button. That's not why I left. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I agree with what they both said. Um, what uh, Celine and Talia both said. Uh, it goes back to what I said earlier. It just depends on what the person's intentions are, where they are coming from when they're coming to you with this, whatever they have to say. If it's from a genuine place and you can work through it, then I mean, that doesn't bother me. I'm always looking for ways to improve friendships, relationships, communication styles, that kind of stuff. But if you can tell it's from a vindictive, not helpful place, no. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've also been in a relationship where I didn't realize the person was um, verbally um, abusive. And so I'm sure, that, I'm sure they didn't mean to come off that way, but it's just their approach. Like everything I did was wrong, <laughs> every single thing. And every every time they would come to me with something, it was like, oh, hell, here we go, what, what now? And when mm -hmm. you get to that place is then you, you realize it's no longer you. It's just the person is finding stuff to point out because it's their insecurities yeah. and they haven't dealt with themselves. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah. No, I feel that a hundred percent. Like, I'm sorry, but yeah, that verbal abuse shit is like so real. Like I still struggle today. Like with just like, I, I struggle with that shit, y'all. Like, nah, cause like, I, I, like, I don't let, I just don't let, I let stuff slide for so long. I'm like, nah, like, so what are you trying yeah. to say? <laughs> so where are you coming from with this? <laughs> like, I'm on go at all times. It's bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> yeah, cause that's, that's traumatizing. And like you said, mm -hmm. not everyone is the same, but once you've right. gone through that, you kind of look at people differently <laughs> twice. Yeah. Like, yeah. You so, literally like, I literally like to think like, oh, for four years, I had fell in love and I, or I was in love with this person and they were like mentally tearing me down throughout this mm -hmm. whole process. And then to wake yourself up out of being mentally tore down for after so long, it's like, you don't want to allow yourself to go through that again. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, now you have to like question everything or not have to, but you choose to do that. So that way you don't be in that same position again. Cause it's like, you thought this was somebody that actually valued you in a certain way. And they not saying that they didn't, but the way that they valued you was not how you needed to be valued. Y'all didn't have the same type of language to, you know, mm -hmm. get things going in the right manner. But yeah, like. It's funny though. Sorry to cut you off. Um, the most recent um, relationship I've ever dealt with when with someone being controlling, it wasn't actually with a man. Like it was actually like a friend, a female friend. Mm. I guess to mm. control the way I interacted with other people. She didn't want me to be friends with other people for whatever reason. Yeah, you told us about this. Yes, exactly. I actually had to. Um, cut her off. She wanted to kind of control, like I said, my interactions with other people. So it's interesting. Like it, it, it's person to person. It always starts out like as these small little like plants. You know what I mean? Where it's kind of like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, like 
I don't think you should even bother going to hang out with her. Like she always comes late. You're going to be out here waiting for hours. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, da -da -da -da, she's like this or uh, da -da -da. it's yeah. like small little things to control, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Cause you, and, then, yes. and when you're in that situation, I'm oh, sorry, when you're in that situation, you never see it as a red flag. Cause you just think, Oh, my friend is just being extra caring. Exactly. They just care about me. <laughs> well, I think it starts out small, like just to see like what they can get away with. And then when they realize that they realize the influence yes. they have over you, then, then it, it kind of escalates. And so, so then it's hard because it's like, and, and now after like your condition, like, like, like Celine said, it makes it harder for future relationships because now I might say something and, you know, and I might be something super small because in my head, I'm like, that's odd. But, but now for Celine, she's gonna be like, okay, what's his end game? What's this? What's that too? So, and like, it, it just bottom line, like it, it, it sucks and it's hard to, to get out of that and then, you know, stay like on guard. Right, right. So, so what you guys, so you guys feel like that, um, like establishing, establishing, like, like, basically, somewhat, somewhat between some. This falls somewhere between for me, like establishing boundaries correctly, and then also like paying attention and having like effective communication. I, I think it's more so the second one. I don't think it really ties into boundaries because. When, when someone is coming to you and approaching you with stuff that you've done or said, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily a boundary. It's just like a, hey, you do this, can you keep this in mind type thing? I don't know if I would categorize that as a boundary. Yeah. Right. I so, think it's definitely more so like communication type of deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, to me, it's like, if it's going to be two things, for me, it will be communication and understanding like yes understanding yes like i was i was like basically somebody was trying to mold me into somebody that i wasn't you get what i'm saying so so it's like you knew who i was when you first was. met me you knew who i was and you tried to mold me into something else and when i wasn't molding into something else it was you're wrong you're doing something you're this you're that da, da, da. you know like it, it it started off with oh well can you do this this way or can you like you like uh like you said like alan said like it starts off with small things to see what they can get away with and then the next thing you know like they're attacking you because you're not doing what they want you to do. Like, it's like you live in their world and if you're not getting right with what they think in their heads and their world, you you basically just, <laughs> you're, you're doing wrong. You're, you're doing the absolute most. So it's like having to understand like the person that you dealt with before, obviously there's growth with who you become on a daily basis, but you still, the characteristics, the this, that, and third, like you dealt with this person when you started like this, don't expect a whole nother person to turn around later. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, you get what you get. And if you don't like what you get, don't try to change what you get because that's, you get what I'm saying? Because obviously at that point, it's not what you want. So it's like, why try to manipulate and 
like I'm not a clay, I'm not a piece of clay. You can't mold me into something that you want. You get what I'm saying? Like I am who I am at the end of the day. And if you don't like it, then by all means go about the business. But people want to when they experience what you've given them, um, and it's something good, they don't want anybody else to have it. Especially when it comes down to like uh manipulation or like um uh, just uh, narcissist like like narcissistic ways or just like like uh, I could go on and on and on honestly like it's just ridiculous how I don't know because I feel like it's in a sense like I blame myself because it's like damn like I really sat there for four years and allowed this to happen you feel me like no because, you didn't you didn't allow it it's brainwashed yeah, I, and, and yeah. I think this ties into I mean, behaviors. Like, yeah, I will say like, I'm proud of you too because I know people yeah. they've been in there for 10, 12 years before they even said, "Hey, enough's enough." But yeah, I guess to mm-hmm. answer the question too, um, I think it's definitely on communication um, going forward too, and it goes both ways because a person needs to kind of say like why and like to like and to to the extent like and I'll just say this I'm not trying to foreshadow anything like if I'm going out with Celine. I know who she is. I know what she, what she brings to the table. I know what's going on with her. If there's something that's kind of I see like a red flag grossly wrong, I need to, if I'm making a suggestion, it's up to me saying, "Hey, I'm suggesting this, and this is why." Exactly. Um, yeah. If she's not going to want to change that because she doesn't see it's a problem like that too, then it's up to me to 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 bounce out. But then it's also up on Celine too. If I'm not giving that reason, she needs to be like, "Hey, kind of like," and it's hard too. So that's why I'm not blaming anybody because it's because I struggle with going up with confrontation as well too. Going me like, think, like, why is this important to you? You know, commun- go ahead, TJ. No, my fault, bro. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was gonna say it, it goes into communication and also the other aspect of it is comprehension as well. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. you need you need to communicate effectively. But then also Celine needs to, to to be able to comprehend what you're saying, yeah, and then communicate back to you what her exactly. needs are and that, vice that's, versa. That's, yeah, that's exactly what 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 I was saying, and so you summed it up more a lot more eloquently. Um, but just <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but that 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 that's, 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 that's pretty much what what it goes down to, and you know, so it's definitely a, a it's definitely a communication thing that just um just so both sides can see what's going on. So then, if if Celine's saying like, "Hey, I'm a fucking narcissistic bastard," get the fuck out. Or if you're saying, hey, this is actually going, it's not It's not to help him out, or it's not to help me out, it's, I'm actually want to help her out in the future stuff. Then she's like, hey, guess what? You know what? Let me let me try this. And I think because a lot of people, yeah. um, especially when they're narcissists, they're not, they're not trying to help Selene out, they're trying to help themselves out. And that's what it comes down to. And that's where it's communication and like KJ said, comprehension. So she needs to comprehend and say, hey, what's his intention and what's going on? Is this actually going to help me or is this helping him for his future goals? And see, another thing is, like, I don't see a problem with dropping your eggs in other people's baskets for later growth, but it's the intention behind it. Because it could still be for you, but you could mean it for you in a good way for them, too, if that makes sense. Well, like, yeah, well, my yeah. thing is, it's like there's a difference. The, um, th- there's a difference between molding and manipulating and giving criticism and growth. Oh, like, yeah. like, you know, I'm looking out for you because this affects more, more than just me. It affects, affects you and the people around you, mm-hmm. you know, versus that, like, 
oh, okay, I didn't like the way you talked to me just then. And out of just like, I, you offended me because of my insecurity. I'm not trying to fix you out of my, my convenience. And I just like, I, I see I see a problem. I'm trying to call you out on your bullshit because I, I respect your opinion and I would want you to do the same. And so I'm going to come at you with the same energy I would love for you to come at mm-hmm. me with. You know, I, I like I love to have that energy with like whomever my friends are like like I, if I'm doing some fucked up shit like you, you got to tell me because like I'm I'm not aware all the time. I'm and I'm always willing to listen. And I think also yeah. sometimes it's like because obviously when you go through like a trauma like that, right, um, you kind of build like a small like. I don't even a small, but you kind of build like anxiety, I guess, towards like mm. situations that remind you of that. And it's always obviously important to trust your instincts, but I feel like sometimes like your instincts could just be, I guess, um, lying to you. Not even lying to driven, you. Driven by insecurities and yeah. past trauma. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's hard. Yeah. yeah, I can agree with yeah. that. Uh, sure. Sorry if you guys hear my aunt in the background. She's loud and really Caribbean, so she's on the That's all you had to say. Enough understood. <laughs> wow. Right, right, right. So, um, so yeah, to get into, um, so does anybody have anything else to add? No. Um, no, I don't. Okay. I think everybody summed it, summed it up really good. Okay, I think yeah, this, topic, this whole topic's just for another podcast, though, because Celine got some insight, which I really definitely. No, I'm trying to be nice to her now, nigga. No, she knows. <laughs> you know. Nah, we're good. We're hey, good. <laughs> honestly, even if it's like a one-on-one thing, actually, I really just her her story, just in general, would would be really just a good one. Yeah, it really, yeah. it really, it really is. Because Celine, Celine, like, uh, like to be honest, like you sound like. You've lived a whole lot more life than you've actually lived, which is crazy. Actually, yeah. I'm gonna do it right now, Celine. Let's branch out. I want to do a one-on-one podcast with you. Just you know, I got you. Wow, got you. that's wild. How you gonna break up the band like that? Hey, smooth. You see that? Okay, KJ, nah, you, you come too. You come nah, too. Man, I'm not going. I'm not. Nah, I'm not going. My nigga, smooth, man. Uh, hey, hey, He's too uh, busy with these weird times and stuff like that right man, now. Man. No, nah, man, I'm ten toes down with my my man Smooth, man. He's like, I'm moving to Saturday. I'm moving to Saturday. Fuck it. It's gonna be a dinner party with Celine. That that's my podcast now. We're gonna <laughs> eat on the podcast, drink some Hennessy. We got this. Uh uh-uh, uh. I see no. Uh uh-uh, uh. Nope. Okay, I'm tequila, a, but you lost me at Hennessy, sir. I'm like, I'm tequila, I but. Though. Alan, 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 if you're drinking, Moon is just like, I want, I want back, back right now. He's just like, wow, really? It's cheap, man. <laughs> you said this is what we're doing no. right now? I'll hear it's cheap. Mm-mm. I, sir, if you're drinking Hennessy, I want better for your life. There's so many other better cognacs besides Hennessy. I drink more cognac. Another- the the Hennessy is a cheap one. That's a, that's a thing. So I, I have that, and that's that's I get. It's exactly what's It's cheap. Uh, I, smooth. Go to the next topic. <laughs> All right, all right. So uh, we we have a branch out that's happening on Saturday, I guess. <laughs> wow. Just, uh, no, but real talk. So 
Um, give give us one brief, give us a brief moment, and we're gonna we're gonna start we're gonna start topic number two real quick. All right, so we're back. We're back. We're, okay, everybody's back. But okay, Celine's back too. All I right. had to go get my AirPods. My this one about to die. All right. So, uh, what the heck? Okay. So anyway, topic number two is. Um, so this is a bit more serious. Um, so uh, um, just just forewarning you there. Um, I'm not. So anyway, so we're going to talk about the Durante Wright situation. We're, ta- we're going to talk about the the situation that happened with. The Army Lieutenant uh, Caron Narazio, and and we're also going to talk about man, what is that? What is that sergeant name? That drill sergeant's name? Jonathan Pendleton. Jonathan Pendleton. Jonathan. Jonathan. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I want to. So we're going to go in order of. I'm going to say in order of magnitude, um, because each one like is worse going back in reverse order is worse than the previous one than the aforementioned one um so i'm going to start with the uh jonathan pendleton situation so jonathan pendleton um essentially so uh we have what's the what's the boy's name i need to pull up his name again that he was harassing oh Uh, in the neighborhood yeah in his neighborhood what's the name of that so his name is Jonathan Jonathan Pentland. I'm sorry. Mm. Pentland. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Can we get like a full rundown of the story? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I I, I can give the rundown of the story. I just want to get the the, uh, the boy's name. The the person he, he was, was around pretty much he, he he was caught on video shoving um a, a young black black man and, and and threatening him. Yeah. So, because there was a, um, we're saying it's for protest or or whatnot too. Um, so pretty much he was trying to get people, he was trying to get people to leave his property, um, because he was pretty much trying to, I guess, counter protesting. You would say. Didn't he, he live in a fucking cul de sac? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, so basically, the young the young man went for a walk, right? Um, mm-hmm. he went for a walk. He's in that same community. He's in the exact same community. Like, he's probably like maybe a block or two, two or over. DeAndre, DeAndre, oh, being in the wrong neighborhood. Thank you, thank you, DeAndre. Thank you, thank you so much, Elisa. So DeAndre, he he's he lives in the same neighborhood, a couple blocks over, or whatever, right? So he's walking, mind his own business, um, and basically, um, the dude, uh, the the army, um, drill sergeant, uh, Jonathan Pendleton, he was saying that. He was harassing his wife, like in a way, like I don't know if he was saying like in a way of like sexual harassment or whatever he was saying, but as if um I'm gonna I'm gonna just say I just don't see that happening. Um uh, from from what I've seen, I just don't see that happening. That's one. And then so two, um, you know, so the man came out there and then basically he he was assaulting, he was assaulting the young man, and he had already moved on down the street, like. Just let him walk off. Let him move on down the street. 
Like there was no need for you to continue to chase after him and become the aggressor and, you know what I'm saying, actually put your hands on him, you know? You keep asking this person to leave, yet you're standing in his face and you're yelling at him even further. Like, no matter how where he walked to, you following, yelling at him. That's not how that works. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're well off your property. He's well off your property. Like, your, your point of contention is null and void at this point. Like, let that man leave. But um, needless to say, um, he has been charged with third degree uh, assault and battery. So uh, yeah, we gonna we gonna see we gonna see how that uh, is. Yeah, he was arrested and has been released. So I guess he posted bail. So that's fine. Um, you know, what I'm saying his family can't even go home to their house. Like the police had to come and get him in the middle of the night and take them somewhere else. You know, um, he's also facing military um, disciplinary action as well. Um, but yeah, uh, so how do y'all feel about that situation? Just to get around now, I get. Um. Oh. I guess I'll go. Um, it shows. Well, the the thing that sucks in the the beginning part of it, though, it just shows, and especially a lot of neighborhoods, that how how people really feel. Um, and I might have been going based on I might I might even throw race in this as social class, whatever. That um, and they believe like, hey, like how the hell you, how how the hell you you could live here, and then it sucks because they're going back on the fact that since we don't know what happened before. Before that video, too. Now the wife's saying like, "Oh, well, he was the aggressor. He did this. He did that." And there's really like, there's no history of that. So it also shows that 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 they're closing ranks. But the but even like the terminology that he was using, um, in it, which and that's the part that's really really like alarming, is that you you could tell that well he's a fucking bully, and um, and 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 you could tell how he feels about his place in the world compared compared to you know. Just, just compared to freaking people of color, people of, of a different social status, you know, and it, and like just mm-hmm. the terminology using, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna show you like like what I could do. You're in the wrong neighborhood. You're this because like not once during the confrontation it was, hey man, like you're creeping, like you're creeping me, my my wife out. You're doing this. You're doing that. Um, and and it sounds like they're going they're going back to that, saying now now there's an issue with it, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like we'll go on we'll go on to the next one. It's like people aren't stating their intentions, which means they're fucking evil. And we're just in a world where we'll let we'll, we let that go, and that's that's the saddest part about it too. And then he's in a culture where you know where they allow him to do it, and kind of like that mm-hmm. that that um that story I showed you the other day too, you know about the that the ROTC guy um wearing chains, you know yeah, and I thought, and I thought that was yeah, okay. That was so wild. it shows that he this 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 army drill sergeant. You know, he was in the behavior of doing that before too, which he's like he's saying, "I am, you know, I'm I am supreme, because mm-hmm. because I I am white and I'm I'm in a good neighborhood." Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's how I break it down without without going into it. It's just it's just sad. It yeah, go ahead, KJ. Yeah, go go ahead. I'm gonna say this, man. That motherfucker pushed the right kid because I'm gonna let you know if that was my people's, we would have beat his ass. Oh yeah, I'm gonna exactly. just keep it. I'm gonna just keep it real. Like I'm, I'm not even gonna give no chase. Um, from the video that I saw, that I, from the video that I saw, um, the the drill sergeant was the aggressor. But words is cool. You can yell, public sidewalk, private sidewalk, whatever. But the moment you put your hands and, and that young man looks no older, I'll randomly say he. Because okay, first of all, I want to get out of habit of calling. Okay, still. This young man, because I want to get out of habit of calling young, younger black men 
men, adults or grown men, even though he is 19, this young man looks to me before I, you told me that looks no older than 16, 17. Well, but, and, and here, here, let me cut right. you off. And that's why you said, yeah. like, you, you made the point. He picked the right kid. And, that, and that's why I'm calling him he's a bully because he, he picked someone that's half his size that he right. can do that to. And but, three and, and almost like what? Almost double, double young, like what? Half his age or some shit like that? Half his age, um, half his age. Right. Yeah. So, but, but my thing, but my thing about it is real quick is that that couldn't have been anyone in my family because we would have went over there, we would have knocked on the door and we would have punched his teeth in because I'm sick of watching these videos, whatever that happened, whether it's a white woman and, and the cell phone incident, it's a, a, a woman in a store and she's yelling and throwing. I'm waiting for the video where somebody comes and turns around and knocks them the fuck out because until that happens, or like these yeah, because these videos are going to keep resurfacing. And yeah, okay, he's facing disciplinary action and he's suspended and all the things that should happen. But for every one of him, there are five other incidents where nothing happened that we did not see recorded on tape. And that exactly. only emboldens these people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not even going to limit it by race. That it only emboldens these people to continue to act the way that they do. And here's a fun fact. It's not just Caucasian people. It's not just white people. There are people of other races that do these things as well to young minority children and young children in general. So I'll, I'll say that and be done. Mm-hmm. Take, yeah, it, yeah. take it. He also has a yeah. well. Like just to keep. No, that man, we're not about to. We're not making excuses for him, man. There's no excuse. Yeah, no, 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 the kid. I'm, He's I'm talking, talking about, about the kid. About oh, okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My bad, my so, bad, my bad, yeah. my bad, my bad. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little hostile over this topic. My, 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 my. Go ahead. Nah, nah, nah man. I, 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 go ahead, Lee. Yeah. So, I understand the hostility. Like watching is so fucking ignorant. Like, like regardless of what happened before, even if the kid did insult his wife or do whatever, right? It does not uh, cause for him to, you know, go out of his way to harass the kid even further or. If it was so bad that he w- that the kid was sexually harassing the wife, if um, us, if like if that did happen, then maybe he should have made the more adult decision and and called the authorities in that regard and, and provide proof. Oof. But no, he he didn't do any of that. So that leads me to believe that that had never happened, and it was an excuse who's to harass a, a young black ki- kid. Kid, who we knew nothing about, like the kid was just walking, probably minding the business. Is and we, we could we could just bring the whole situation general, honestly, because this is not this this is the same story, okay, but with just these two people. Well, like, like I I don't know if I also saw like this same dude Jonathan and posting on his Instagram and shit it saying racist shit so he definitely came at this kid with uh, racist intent you know oh mm-hmm. he knew what he was doing he he right. had malicious intent right right i was gonna bring that up too like he he does have posts on his instagram that are just straight up racist oh and oh, i'm yeah. sorry and it, it wasn't his wife it was some random young lady so, oh, it was a random regardless, lady. regardless, regardless. No, no, the wife. The, no, the no. I'm saying no. The, like it, the um, the, the kid wasn't even assaulting the dude's wife. It was just some random. The wife saying it was some other random lady, that which makes it even worse. So the wife, the 
thought she's seen something, told her husband, and no, it, it, it's not. No, it's not even that. I'm saying because 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 they're they're trying to close ranks because pretty much the husband's yeah. in trouble now. So now they're saying, oh well, he insult he he has assaulted some other young random lady. Yeah, that's that, wild. Which I'm saying, which makes which makes it even even worse because it's like now it's like where's this young random lady? I don't know. Well, let's testify. I don't, mm-hmm. you know that's yeah. Right, right. They trying to do anything they can to save him. Um, yeah. Okay. So, does anybody else have any other comments or things they want to say about on this one? And we can just because well, yeah, because I'm like KJ, and we're I'm passionate, and because that's that, and for me, no, that's that's literally my childhood. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, because I I live in fucking West Hills. And I remember I moved there. My next neighbor was like, I moved there. She's like, what the fuck? Here's the neighborhood. She literally burned out. And then it's like, I got pulled over, like, say, like my first year when I started driving, too. And I talked to people, like, every time I, I went home from work. So, like, that's, like, legitly my childhood. And, and people saying, like, you don't belong here. Mm. Yeah. So, like, crazy. I, and it's, and, and, and that's why I try to take race out of it, even though I know what it is. But it's, like, it's it's their social status because they, they think it's like, like, like how dare we go and, and achieve like, like, like the, the brass, the same, the brass the ring. same thing that they, the, yeah. Yeah. Cause black people have no money. Right. So what do you do? Mm-hmm. It, it, that, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's minorities too, because, and it's just like, and like, like what KJ say, it's not just white people. It's freaking because over here I, I have like Armenians and like that too. People, right. people, people of status. Yeah, and then when you have, model minority type deal. The problem yeah. is, the problem is, is that they don't have any fucking status. The problem is, is that your parents, Alan, um, when you were growing up, and even now you yourself are paying the same property taxes as the motherfucker that lives twenty feet next door to you. Yeah, and the problem is, is that they feel that because of what the media portrays and not to go down this long rabbit hole of media and history and shit but the media portrays that black people don't belong and then you have a history of redlining and a bunch of other bullshit that says oh they should be on the other side and if we congregate in large groups then we must be up to no good when you could just be walking down the street to play basketball or some shit right and the problem but the problem is is that these people have it ingrained that the people that portray the actions i should say have this this, uh, mentality ingrained that only people that look like them, behave like them, think like them, and act like them should be in these neighborhoods because everyone's more comfortable with people who are just like them. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. how we got this whole ghetto, how we got this whole, oh, this is my hood, this is my, 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 my turf, my area, whatever sort of stigmatism that goes on now today because everybody wants to be around people that look, think, and act like them versus branching out and, you know, me living by someone like Lee or like Tally who lives in um, north of the border because everyone has different experiences and different perceptions about how things happen. And that's what, all, that's what makes us all unique um, living in this, on this continent. You know, I can't even say this country because yeah. somebody lives north of the border. But, you know, yeah. until we break, we break down those things and see people for people and not, oh, I'm black, you're white, or uh, I'm black, you're Caribbean or Armenian or whatever, then we're going to keep going through these issues because there's a barrier of a communication. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just had this conversation with uh, Peyton um, yesterday um, because w- when I grew up in El Paso, oh, I experienced like the obverse. Race. Like I, I had experienced like racism because I lived in like like a very Hispanic black neighborhood, and that that was like the majority of my life. I I legit thought for a long time that like white people were the minority. I had no clue. Oh, 
because like even when I would go visit family, like half my family's Hispanic, so I I just thought it was normal. Well, hmm. um, like I I I legit remember as a kid, it like walking around. What? Oh my god! What was that? I heard that too. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Yikes. <laughs> but um. Uh, but I remember as a kid and literally just walking home from school. Oh, and there were three little black kids just throwing rocks at me because I was white. Hey, like, like, and it, it took somebody else to get involved. Oh, because what was I going to do? Somebody like fucking throwing rocks at me. Hey, like I'm not getting in close without getting even more hurt, hurt. And and luckily uh, Hey, this dude came out. I'll, I'll never forget him. His name was Mr. Jenkins. Huge dude. Six foot five or some shit. It, um, <laughs> but uh, regardless, like it, it took it took somebody else coming out and getting involved. Oh, but like regardless of that, that growing up up like that and then like joining the military later and kind of seeing everything thing like like the, the world is like a huge mixing pot and it's so weird to see like the hostility and like the blatant ignorance in a lot of white people or well, when it comes to like like saying or doing certain things things like i know damn well if i have a question about another race there's like a tactful way to go about it it like if i'm curious about something i'm not just out here just fucking doing or saying shit it i know if i like when i was growing up if i said the n-word i was dead i was gonna fucking die like somebody was gonna beat the shit out of me hey understandable <laughs> period yeah I, that's that's what i grew up with but like joining the military and running into these other white kids it's uh who never grew up with that mentality or had that fear here they they say they say it like it's it's nothing and it's mind blowing. I'm just like, hold up, what? Like you ain't fearing for your life right now? Like, what? Where, where's this coming from? I'm just like, go ahead, go ahead. Like go ahead. Uh, for, for for me now, oh, like uh, I've I've heard different like um definitions because I've, I've asked multiple different um, black people on the whole perspective of the n-word and um why white people can't say it uh one one um definition i've heard is that like a it's it's their word now it's been turned around from such a negative connotation and that to be, be turned into such a positive word for the community and culture or i've heard that definition like some mm -hmm. people just you know Oh, a it's a generational thing. It just kind of happened, you, and like, like, like there's there's th those are like the two main ones actually. The the first one of. would be the uh, I think for all of us here, I think the first one would really be our go to answer. We yeah. the, the thing about the thing about black people in general, because we've gone through so much as people, we we learned how to cope and take things and twist it around to make it a positive um thing and so that was our way of taking our power back like hey you can't have this word mm -hmm. this word is ours now mm -hmm. and but i also think it's a respect thing when um other races understand that they cannot use it it's, it's not more so you can't use it you should be respectful and understand 
and not even want to use that word. Um, right, right. Yeah. And like you, and it's not just like the, like um, the N word that y'all have turned around. Y- y'all have, y'all have taken like, uh, like exactly. the whole aspect of Tim's, Tim's and turned that around. And Tim's was just a, a work boot. Now it's a fashion statement. <laughs> like, it, it is, it is. It's, it, that's true. <laughs> what I can say about the situation is that it's real quiet. Identification in in um and like lower income neighborhoods or our neighborhoods, it's real quiet on their side. But as soon as it's one of us out there, you know, they have absolutely no no issues um going off. I just find it funny because like where I grew up in Montreal, like even like taking the bus home from school, there's like a little like area called Walkley. Um, back in the 90s, like, it was very dangerous to be out there. There was a lot of, like, gang- sorry. There's a lot of gangs and whatnot. And now it's becoming gentrified. So it's pushing out a lot of, like, the old heads that are living there, forcing them out. Now you're seeing more and more white people out there. And it's it's so weird. I find it so ironic, you know? I find that funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so man, that that was a good like that's not even a topic, but that was a good conversation though. Like yeah. I stuff. mean the the perspective that Lee gave, I don't think I've ever gotten that perspective ever from anybody white at all. Like I mean, I've gotten the like I grew up in a black neighborhood. This is why I feel like I can do this, that, and a third because I was around. Yes. So I feel like that's who I am, type of deal. Lee gave the perspective. I, I've heard so that like, shit too. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I, just like, I just love the way you reacted. I, I, like, no, well, like I know exactly what she's talking about, and where like you'll hear like. The just the the fucking overuse of certain slang and shit and like like <laughs> overdoing it with dressing a certain type of way or like an excessive use of like dog, dog. I'm just like bro, chill, man. Like I was like, oh, you. Yeah, I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, I came from such and such hood, so I'm like, that's why I'm like this. You know, accept me like I am. Shut the fuck up, bro. Like I can't, I can't, I, I, I as well came oh, from the nitty gritty, but you don't see me acting a fool like you. So no, you agree like, that it's uh, cultural appropriation that they're doing that they're they're purposely yeah, acting that absolutely, way. absolutely. I'm like <laughs> no, no culture, culture is totally a fucking thing, man. Like, like it's it's one thing if like you know it's like hip hop stuff. You know, I like I have a huge love for hip hop and rap, app, and I I know that's a huge black culture thing. And you know, oh, I like the idea of like wearing a gold chain and shit. I do feel like that's like a <laughs> huge thing. Well, like yeah, I, I like I I like there's there's certain things that like you know have kind of rubbed off on me, and I like I I. I Mm-hmm. You know, I like, like, and, um, but like, I'm also aware that like, like, I can't pull off certain things, things like black people can. 
and uh, you know, oh, and I don't force these certain interactions. And but the know. thing is that you're aware, and then if someone talks to you about it, you don't try to justify it because uh, and and you'll be like, okay, this is why I did it. My bad. I won't do it again. Because I mean, I've had people where like I've called them out on it, and then I no shit, especially in high school, they're like they're like, well, I'm blacker than you. Mm, like, I hate that shit. I remember I whooped shit. his ass and we we're both in the principal's office. And they're like, what <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? And I mean, because I've always heard shit like that. And it's like, just because, and it's like, nah, just because I don't drop the N word doesn't mean you can drop the N word. Just because you know me doesn't mean, you know, like I'm not your free pass to do whatever the fuck you want. And mm-hmm. then you try to say it, well, why does it defend you? Because like, because you're not even black. But if you have someone yeah. with the with the perspective of Lee saying, Hey, well, this is my story, my bad. Um, how can I do it better? And that's the thing. A lot of people, they don't, they don't have that. They, they don't have your insight, Lee. They, they, they don't have your empathy about, about, about it. And just like legitly wanting to learn and understand. They just yeah, want to like uh, another part of it comes from that. Like I've never had like a white person ever come to my aid when it came to like getting jumped and shit or, or like mm. it was always a black person. It was always an Hispanic person and to help me out because, uh, and, um, you know, uh, like protect me in like these horrible situations or educate me on these, these types of things. And a white person never stood in. And, and um, I think that's why I am today that like, like for me when it comes to like making friends with like other white people and stuff it's a bit harder because i'm a lot more skeptical about like how other white people grew up up mm. and um, like i am completely aware that like white privilege is a thing and like i don't have to deal with half the shit i used this to deal with as a kid. <laughs> and, and, like, um, like in el paso i i'd like remember like getting pulled over from bullshit it, like coming back from like my Popeye's job uh, by like this one his, um, Hispanic police officer, Officer Ramirez is, and like I've, and being put in such extreme circumstances is like like a car would get searched every fucking time. He'd be talking shit to me in English and Spanish and I'm just doing as he's saying because I'm just trying to go home. Um. But like I, I've I've had that those certain circumstances where like police have literally put a gun to my head and just to fuck with me, never to intend to kill me, but but like I, I I like I have a huge respect for all minorities and the shit that y'all go through on a daily basis. I am very fortunate to not have to deal with it as much as y'all, uh, and uh, I see that as an adult alt and um growing um like living as an adult in these different states and different areas being in the military well thank Selena you. and i are moving to saturdays and you're more than welcome to join us yeah thank you for that has like opened up a whole new spectrum of like respect from me yes period like not that I didn't like respect you before, but it's just like hearing hearing more like about your background honestly just like opens my heart to a different level of because mind you, like I'm not 
not too keen with white people. I ain't gonna lie. I'm just, Same here. Like we said earlier, though, yeah. com communication does yeah. fucking yeah, yes. go a long way, and I'm like, I'm not like, oh, like fuck white people, but it's just like, to, you gotta understand. Go ahead, Celine. I'm sorry. It's years of mistrust, is what Celine. Yeah, it's just like it's just like from my perspective, like I like when I was in elementary school, I was in all black elementary school. Like I was like one of the favorite. Not like I was one of the favorites. I can say that I was one of the favorites. I was the one singing the announcements and saying the announcements in the morning. I was the basketball star. I was this. I was that in elementary school. Then turn around. Uh, mind you, I was in an all-black school, sixth grade elementary school. I went to an all-white school, like majority of the kids. It was like five black kids in the school. So it's like I went from home to feeling like I was out of the country. You get what I'm saying? Just because like I felt like a straight up outcast the whole way through. Like we talking about we got mean girls and this, that, and the third and like... Man just all type of stuff. So it's like to see the flip side of your, like, it's like you dealt with the same thing, but it's just, you're a different color. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's literally the only difference. Yeah. To me, I look at it as you're a human, just like I am. You get what I'm saying? That's how I always look at mm -hmm. it. But it's just, to know like that you had to like endure like the pulling over and getting beat up or getting bullied and stuff just because of who you are and what your, what your skin color was it's like i have to like in my heart i have to appreciate you more because you have an understanding of some type of what we've been through you get what i'm saying in a sense like yeah. like you you actually like understand like you can say you understand in your own perspective and i like i 100 percent like respect that bro like i definitely like respect you like and so like like wow <laughs> just wow yeah yeah, yeah I, and i just want to say like, thank you for oh sorry Go ahead. Yeah, oh, Go ahead. yeah yeah so with my particular experiences is it's it's a lot harder to like explain to people because it's it's like not everybody so used to hearing that uh, and um a lot of people like kind of just disregard what i'm when i say like i understand like i literally have to like explain my whole backstory for like to get a say in certain situations and um like it's it's so i i like like the fact that i have to explain myself every time is very frustrating it's understandable Oh, but it's it's very taxing on me um, when it when it comes to like people introducing me to like different communities and cultures, or it's like they're aware of me and my experiences and can speak for me. But like a lot a lot of black people, a lot of Hispanics are like very like you know skeptical. You know, it's another white person. Are they really that cool, or do yeah. you just think they're funny? You know, mm. like it like for me it still takes me like a long time for a lot of people to like warm up to me because they're not aware of my search my situation and understanding of certain situations and it's like some people will take what i'm saying oh he's just saying that because it's like he, he wants to get closer to us or whatever because he thinks that's the cool thing to do when that was never the case you know i am gen i am genuinely and always an ally uh, to the culture and community 
me because I've seen what it does to people, you know? I have a level of understanding. I've been through this shit. Like, it it gets so hard. Like, for me personally, I do not like being called white boy or anything. Some people, like, disregard that shit. I I do not like being called white boy, cracker, or whatever, fucking gringo, like, all this shit. I do not appreciate it. I also really don't appreciate, like, being called, like, an honorary, like, black person. You heard that in um, the real talk the other day. Like, I, I, yeah, yeah, I, that, I didn't. That was, that was, that was wild. That was a wild statement. That, listen, I, man. You have no idea how much we appreciate this. You really, you really don't. <laughs> like, like, I understand where it's coming from, you know. It's, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're like, because of what he was saying, he was just like, like, oh, okay, all black people are like this, but, but except you. Like, I'm not aware of where I'm at. Like, like I, like, like I want to be recognized for being Lee. The fact that you always have to bring yeah. up that I'm white, I mm-hmm. in these group settings, like that, that feels that makes me feel like shit. Honestly, like I, yeah, I, yeah. Hey, like I understand, but like I, uh, but that doesn't stop like my head spinning, like. Yeah. Like in these certain scenarios and my stomach turning and because like you feel like you had to say that oh, oh by the way there's this one white person here yeah 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 okay yeah great like you couldn't just recognize me as a, a respectable yeah. individual yeah. right like like respecting you as a member of the panel instead of me going aha now we have our token why not no like <laughs> yeah. Why? yeah like it, it, you, there is no reason for you to point me out like, right. There's there's no reason, absolutely not. Yeah, that like to me that's not okay. I understand like it's coming from a good place, Ace, but I that's that is no that that was never necessary. There's no reason to say that shit. Right, right. Facts, facts. Okay, all right. So we gonna jump into the next one. This is a good subtopic. I'm gonna cut that down and I'm gonna put it on it on on a, on its own little thing because I, I like that whole little segment. I got the minutes written down. I, I, I that's why I was in my phone earlier. I was getting, I was getting the seconds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where we started and where we ended. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so Army Lieutenant Karen uh, Karen Nazario. Karan so, Nazario. Karan Nazario. Karan Nazario. Okay. Hey, hey. I got a, I got a friend that it's pronounced the other way. Hey, hey. Sorry, sorry. I'm glad y'all are here to correct me. Um. So. This guy. <laughs> hey, look, I'm glad y'all here to correct me. Okay. The spelling's the same. Pronunciation different. Um, so <laughs> or pronunciation, whatever. So anyway, um his situ- are y'all aware of his situation? Yeah. Yes, I saw that video whenever it came out. Uh, yeah, bro. Okay. That was oh. that was so funny. Context for the people watching for context. This actually, that event actually happened December 20th, I want to say, or 22nd, something like that. It happened like right before Christmas. Yes. So this military member actively served in the military on his way to work. He oh, got work. over right before Christmas, you know, like that, that Christmas week, getting pulled over, pepper sprayed and all that for nothing. Like literally nothing. When I tell you, they, you they, they, they harassed the man. Pointed guns at him, pepper sprayed him, mm-hmm. pulled him out, put him on the ground, cuffed him, walked him around and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Exactly here. Bad to him. 
Then when the paramedics got there, they did, you know what I'm saying, help him get the uh, the pepper spray and stuff out of his eyes. Went, oh, okay, well, we just blah, 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 say whatever BS they, they did. And they didn't mm-hmm. charge him. They didn't fine him. None of that. They here. let him go. Here, did you read the court case? No, did here, you read the fucking let, court case? Let him go. Huh? Let, 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 let me let me explain this. So, yeah, so go ahead, go ahead. I'll, go ahead. I'll, I'll say it from the thing. Pretty much, um, he's a 27 year old lieutenant he, um, in the medical field. He's coming home from drill. He's in a big military area, probably one of the biggest ones in I know in the state and let alone in the country. Um, mm-hmm. He got so then he saw he saw the lights. So then he, he pretty much he pulled into the gas station. So he, he went he went about a, about a mile to a well lit area because that's what he was taught. That's something that yep. sucks that we we have to do that. But mm-hmm. um. I know Selena and I we were talking about it before too. That's just certain people. That's what we're taught for for good reason. That's um, what I do, and I'm not in yeah, the military. No, so exactly. I'm always if, if I'm on a dark. I'll give you some more context, but I'll let you finish. Yeah, because I know. Um, what so the, the the reason why why the cops were pulling him over was because because he had a temporary plate that they said was not visible. Um, even though um you could you could definitely see it was visible, and after he stopped, it was definitely visible because because it was it was all it was all lit up. Um, so as soon as they, they pulled over, they got out of the car, giving the commands with the guns out, because then apparently since he was going to a well-lit area, he was resisting arrest, even though after that he, he, he stopped. So that's, that's where they got their whole, um, I guess the reason for doing what they, what, 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 what they wanted to do. And, and like you said, so eventually they got him, they got him out of the car of everything. We'll go more on that later. Cause there's, there's, um, he pretty much besides asking what's going on, he really didn't resist. They kind of made it so that they struggled to getting him to the ground. Um, and I put struggled because that's what they were saying, even though it wasn't, but of course, body cam, body cam's always shaky. Cause it's on your body. When you're going down with someone, it, it shakes. Um, it, it shakes um, over over there too. So during that, when they had him on the ground, that's when they were searching his stuff. But they didn't really search anything because he had a dog in the car. So they were kind of afraid of the dog. And then and and then when the paramedics came, they're like, "Oh, it's a misunderstanding." And then they regurgitated the whole the whole temporary plate thing. So to give further context on what Alan was saying, because everything you said is correct. Um, for people watching who don't know, so small fact. Um, is it he's a lieutenant right lieutenant nazario and i went to the same school virginia state university and um i graduated before he did never had the opportunity to meet him but thank him for his service um but for those of you who don't know what central and southern virginia is like on that road coming from what's known as the 757 or tidewater region however you you want to refer to it is one of the largest military um installation areas in the country just because of the navy um the contract opportunities obviously being close to the water. The route he was taking and going through Windsor, Virginia, anyone who has ever been down 460 knows that it is essentially a hotbed area for police because there's a lot of small towns. There's a lot of towns that rely on people who speed and who are in a rush to get from, you know, essentially the country to the city. And they take this alternate route because there, the interstate is a longer route around to connect Richmond to, you know, the 757 Tidewater region. So the route he took, you have to pass through those small little towns. And literally, it's one of those places to where you can be on a stretch of highway where it's 45 and there's one sign that says speed limit 25. By the time you see the speed limit drop, 
a cop is already on you for doing 35 in a 25, 40 in a 25. It's definitely a speed, speed trap, trap area. It's, it's easily a speed trap. I've, I've been yeah. caught doing, I've been caught in a speed trap, you know, traveling to the beach several times. Um, uh, yeah. And so with that, um, and looking at his car, and again, not making an excuse, um, they claim they couldn't see his plates because I'm assuming because the windows were tinted because they did look dark, but that's absolutely no excuse. Um, but those cops out there literally were doing their job to fill a quota. I'm not saying what they did was right because it was dead fucking wrong, but we know the reason why he got pulled over and they said he was fleeing the police for driving to a safe area was because at the end of the day, they were trying to fill a tickle quota. Then they approached him as hostile. And then, you know, you could tell the one officer who was eventually fired, his partner knew he was in the wrong because yeah. he was watching him. And he was like, hey, you know, he was giving a face like, hey, man, I don't think we should be doing this. Like, hey, oh. like this guy's in, you know, this guy's in full uniform. Like, what are you doing? Can I ask and, that for you? The one that said that he knows because because um, because um, Lieutenant Nazario asked because he already got sprayed. He's like, hey, can you unbuckle my seatbelt? The partner went to go unbuckle it. And then the, the aggressor was like, no, don't do it. So, but, so but they told him to get out of the car. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Because right. no, Nazario was like, can you help me with that? Because he had the pepper spray in his eyes and he couldn't see anything like that, too. So that's why I was like, can you help me with this? And my hands are up. Can you do this? So the other guy was saying, yeah, well, let, let's do it. And then because he was like, no. and then and then the aggressor, um, the one the officer that got fired, he was like, no, nah. like he's like, don't do that. He has to do it himself. God so, forbid he reached for a seatbelt and got shot. Yeah, that's right. the thing. Yeah. He's like, he's thinking smart. I'm gonna keep my hands where you can see them, and I'm not gonna reach for my seatbelt. So you think that I'm reaching for a gun or in, have any excuse to try yeah, to shoot me in any type of way? See, but no, no. So, but it, it it wasn't even about that. It was the fact that his he he was sprayed. So now obviously mm -hmm. needs some help because he cannot see anything. He can't, and, eyes. He can't he see, but still. No, no. So, so, so that, so that, 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 that's why he said it, and that's why the one officer was going to help him out. But, the, but then the officer in charge, the one that got fired, and and that's what I meant. You could tell there was a conflict because, like, I was going on, on KJ's point. His partner knew he was wrong, so then every time his partner tried to, to de-escalate it more, um, the, the other, other one officer got fired. He escalated again. It's like no. It's like no. Like like we're yeah, not doing so, like, yes, yes, so, do I, so, I, so I actually watched the video, um, and I cried. And the, the part that really broke me was when he said, I'm honestly scared. Mm. And um And he said you it took be. me it took me back you to a time be. and yeah. it's as as black people, you know, it's kinda hard to not assume that every police officer that pulls you over has an ill intent. And I remember once um I was pulled over by a cop and I was shaking so bad. I, I had both hands on the steering wheel where he could see them. You know, he asked for my license and registration and all that good stuff. He asked me if I knew why I was pulled over. I didn't know why. I just remember in that moment feeling so scared and thinking this is going to be the last time I, I, I was going to see another day. And he came back and he, he, he cracked the joke to, like, calm the mood. But I was so nervous. I didn't understand that he was cracking a joke. And so watching this video, I felt how he felt terrified it's it's terrifying and, and it sucks that because of the nature of what happens to, to black people in america we can't do simple things like get pulled over by a cop without fearing for our life and it's hard 
No, mm-hmm. but the, the worst part about that video is when he, he told the officer, I am scared, and, and the officer said, you should be. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's like, let me let me add one more detail because in the Vinny, in the beginning of that video of when they, that dude's getting out of the car, he's like, "This is how you treat their, uh, your vets." And, and uh, the the main aggressor, the um, the cop that was doing all those shit, it, um, he said, "I'm a vet too." Well, if he was a vet and he had a level of understanding how, of how the military worked, there was no no way that that lieutenant was gonna go do anything else against the law or trying to get away with anything because we're under the ucmj if you know if we get caught doing some fuck shit we're getting fucked over twice as hard hard so if he was a, a veteran like he fucking said ed he was probably just he was probably just reserve or talking shit. no 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 offense. no i don't even think he was in no, so, I think he was I, just I, responding, just to respond. So the shit yeah, that the, yeah. I think I think the shit that, that hurt me the most about watching the video is not necessarily the video itself, but the numerous asshats and douchebag dickheads under the video commenting, well, if he would have just did this, then yeah. this wouldn't have happened. If he would have just did that, then this wouldn't have happened. If he did if he would have just you know, stop the car when he got the D when it happened. Well, what happened before the body cam come up? Bro, respectfully for me, shut the fuck up. Like, as a as a black person being pulled over, there are so many thoughts, and, and I don't know, and, and I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, you know, being pulled over in general. There are so many thoughts as a black man that run through my head. Mm. You know, when when I'm stopped, I stop the car, it's like, damn, okay. Why did I get pulled over is obviously the first reason. And, you know, sometimes, you know, like, all right, I was speeding. Okay, cool. Give me my ticket. I'll pay my $200 and go on. Two, right. having a, you know, a traditional car or a well-recognizable car um, before I had a Honda and I have a Mustang, you know, was my car using a commission of a crime that looks identically similar? You know, yeah. a black Honda, right? Or a blue Mustang, whatever, right? Um, yellow Nissan, whatever. You get it. Then it's, you know, are the, is there anything in the system that I don't know about? Like, you know, did I want, long time ago forget to pay a ticket? Now there's a warrant in, in another place that, that I didn't go to. Like, there are so many things that run through our mind. You know, are they going to say, oh, this car was used in, in a drug sale? You know, do they have a suspicion of weed or, or whatever the case may be that gives them probable cause to pull me out of the car when I was just, you know, doing 10 over? There are so many things that scare us as black people um when we're stopped by the police and then we don't know just like the they always hear a lot you know you never know what type of day the officer is having so make sure you're respectful but shit they don't never know what type of day we're having we're being pulled over you're the one this is your job and you're not fucking trained enough to have self-control now if i'm acting like a total asshole and i'm a dickhead and i'm being rude by all means you have a right to do your job within reason but regardless of if i committed a crime or not I'm sick of people feeling like just because I'm black, cops have the right to use lethal force versus allowing me to be, be, be judged by a jury of my peers. And that's the thing that irritates me the fucking most is that in this country, for black people, the standard is we can use lethal force because we know we'll get away with it. Like, we're sitting here right. as, as, as Americans watching a fucking three-week trial of a man we all saw get murdered on tape. And they're still trying to say yeah. that he wasn't murdered. Like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. 
And that that's what burns me up so much is because you'll still have people that are faced with the evidence, the videos, the transcripts, you know, people openly admitting to doing the fuck shit and people will say, well, they were just doing their job. Or if he went to, if he didn't resist, he would, he would still be here today. Man, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it, it goes to like that one saying that like co- cops are allowed to like, like be afraid aid with their weapon and act on impulse while the civilian is supposed to remain calm with a gun in their face. And, and don't like, forget oh, the, the printing too. No, but yeah. um, I guess to to wrap this one up, like like what, what KJ said, the mm-hmm. worst part about it, like like he said, is is the comments, is people kind of kind of justifying it, and then the bigger slap in the face is that we have body cams, and so which means they're supposed to be re- reviewing stuff, they're supposed to be reporting, and um, like the partner, the partner knew something was going going wrong. But he did not report it at all. And even though they, they had the body cam, so it took him four months until the JAG said, hey, what's up with this for 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 them to have any action? So, yes, I'm glad the mayor hopped in and said, hey, like this is wrong and everything. But the fact that it took four fucking months. Yes. But they fired the dude because it, it wasn't it wasn't because of. Of an internal went viral. That's literally why they fired. No, that, no, that's no. But I'm saying the reason why it went viral was because the jag, the jag released it, and I'm saying that's the that's the issue because there it's in a culture where the officer did it because he thought he could get away with it, and he knew, he knew he could get away with it. He freaking threatened his partner. Was like, oh, typical stop, nothing happened. The paramedics, they 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 were there. And yeah, they didn't see the whole thing, but you know, not you know, and even go go something. Hey, a guy got pepper pepper sprayed, but they're not charging him. So 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 they didn't report it, right? The, mm-hmm. Then they go through the body cam because and, and I know and I'm not sure how they do, but I know LAPD. They have someone that they and I know they don't watch every every moment of it, but they kind of skim through it. So even especially how long that encounter was, you know. So even going through fast forward two times, three times speed, you can see, hey, something's up. They didn't. They didn't say anything, and I'm saying I'll, so. So I'm saying with all that together, that's even more disheartening, and that that that's what goes to a system where this officer, pr- pretty much for the most part, knew he could get away with it, and they they haven't gotten away with it, and that's that. And the comments, so I I think I I think KJ, I think we both thinking the same thing. I think the problem with that is that it's that internal audit that's supposed to happen should not be internal at all. It should be an independent. No, I'm Review. saying it should be independent. No, but, my... but hold on, so I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'm saying it should be independent, but I'm saying it's the fact that people they are so because of however it is. Because when Selena and I we said it on Friday that it you know it rots from the from the head down, and mm-hmm. people that are so afraid of talking to the head of saying, "Hey, guess what? This does not look right." And that's mm-hmm. the thing because because you could tell the partner knew this 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 was not right. And for whatever reason, he's too afraid or whatever. Say something or do something about it. And that's the problem off top. You have people that sit there and watch and don't do anything about it when they have the opportunity to do something and in that moment about it. Because my thing is, why... Why was it that he couldn't open his mouth like, yo, bro, like, you're doing the absolute most. 
let's give them a ticket if we're going to give them a ticket. Let's arrest them if we're going to, if we have something to, to arrest them for and keep it pushing. Because the fact that he, it just, it just, it bothers me that he sat there and allowed it to happen just because, oh, that's my partner. Yeah. Like, no, it, it's my ridiculous. Thing, even, and my thing is, even after the fact, because I know it's hard, too, because I've been in stuff, and, and you don't want to undermine, and I kind of equate it to, par to parenting. You don't want to undermine your partner in front of that, too. But after the fact, you need to be like, hey, this shit was wrong, and let's fix it. And I'm saying... And, and and I know we're saying that it shouldn't be uh, an internal, it, sh it shouldn't be, it should be external review, right? But the problem is you shouldn't need an external review for something so blatant, blatant. And and, and the fact that that happened, because it was so blatant and people are, they're so, they're so afraid to, to do the right comment, thing. They have my no comment is, My comment is this, what if Lieutenant Nazario was not in uniform? I always ask this, I ask this question, oh, I was thinking yeah. about it the other day. What if he wasn't in uniform? Then what? He says, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm a, he's in a, he's dressed like me in a hoodie and some, in some shorts yeah. or a t-shirt and jeans traveling back or a jacket or whatever. I feel like he would have got shot. No, he, he, no, he, he did. I he, think no, so too. No, he, he, he would have got tased and, and they, they, they kind of even said it too. The whole reason why, why they didn't tase him is because the uniform makes it hard to get, get, get two, two connection points to tase him, which is, which is why, which is why they, they pepper sprayed him because, because the officer even said that he's like, he's like, he's like, you're getting ready to ride the lightning, which means they were going to tase him. And and yeah. that that's and I'm saying and that's back to what we're saying too. It's just it's fucking ridiculous. And the fact that it had to go viral through the jag, and I'm saying it should it should should have went viral to the police department to say hey. Yeah. And if someone went, that officer should have told his fucking boss, and then if they don't listen, like hey, this isn't right. Let let's go up. And that's just my whole like. And that's what's it's just disgusting because the system lets them get away with it over and over and over again. Then he sounded drunk on top of that. So. Yeah, but I'm saying this, the system's just broken, and until you do something, and I, I, I get what we're saying, like, they need external oversight, they need this, they need that, which is true, but it's the fact that we have to go there, which is sad, because when there's something so blatantly wrong and everybody sees it, and then it takes four months mm -hmm. for it to be like, oh, hey, and, and, and now we have to react, when it should have been, uh, honestly, it should have been a, a month tops. It should have been like... See, the problem is, the, yeah. another problem is, is that, okay... What we're, what we're doing as a collective, whether you support BLM, whether you support social justice, whether you, whatever you're trying, police reform and social justice reform, the problem is, is that we're doing it on a larger level. We're looking at the LAPDs, the NYPDs, the, the, the Washington, Washington DC PD, uh, whatever on a larger scale. And what's happening is those larger police forces are taking the brunt uh, of, of, of the action because that's where you know obviously the most money is but what's yeah. flying under the radar are the little are the little towns like windsor virginia like exactly. you know um you know little rock arkansas for example you know places in mississippi yeah. that you drive through um that you don't even remember the name and the stoplight and those places are where the most offenses uh not even just black people but poor people in general happen they're mm -hmm. stopped for you know okay driving without a license, their tags are expired, you know, they, they didn't pass inspection, whatever happened to the car, whatever happened. And those, those instances are blown up and then they're used as pawns in the system because they're poor that, okay, you impound my car. I have to pay 175 plus $20 a day to get my car back. Since I don't have my car and I don't have an adequate bus route, I can't get to work. Can't yeah. get to work, which means I get fired. So now I don't have a car and I don't have a job. 
and I'm living, you know, I'm a month or two behind on my rent or I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Boom. Now I can't pay my rent. Now I'm homeless. Now I'm on the street. Now I have to unfortunately commit a minor crime like stealing food to feed my family. Boom. Now I'm arrested for shoplifting. Now I'm in the system. So these little towns perpetrate these systematic injustices that we keep seeing and and nothing's being done to fix the little things because we're so focused on, on, on a, 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 a macro level and a larger larger scale picture. Like yes, the NYPD and the LAPD are the problem. Having a two point million, two point three billion dollar and a five, I think a four point three billion dollar respectively budget for police force to militarize and to have tanks and, and armored gear for people protesting, um, mm-hmm. unarmed people getting shot in the street is unnecessary. But there are people like um, this officer in Windsor, Virginia, who are allowed to go through the police academy, who are allowed to come in being white supremacists, following white supremacist ideologies, and are being promoted to lieutenant, being promoted to sergeant, you know, shift captain, and all these different jobs of authority. And they're bringing that poison into the system and teaching it to the people that come behind them that, hey, this is how we've always done it. This is okay. And then when they see three black men in the car, hey, they must be drug dealers. They must be thugs. They must be killers. Oh, what can we find? Oh, your back taillights out? Okay, cool. We smell weed. Now you have them perpetrating these stereotypes that they see in the media. And that's Mm -hmm. what's causing us to be shot because we're like, why do we get stopped? Mm -hmm. And God forbid we know our rights and we can speak to the law. Then, oh, you're smart. Oh, you're a smart ass. You're a wise ass. You know more than me. Well, no, I know the law just like you know the law. Like you should know the law. Yeah. Facts, facts. Okay. So, right? One more. And yeah, one more. So, we have the Deontay Wright. Dante Uh, Wright. Dante, sorry, my bad. Dante Wright. Dante Wright, bro. Fuck. That was me. No, that was me. I said, I said Deontay. Dante Wright. Okay. Dante Wright. You were silent. All right. So, Dante Wright. and first of all, um, RIP to him. Condolences to his family. Praying for them. Um, man, it, it's kind of wild that we're here again in the midst of this trial and the fact that this podcast started in the same with, fucking city. In the same city, this podcast started for an incident just like this in the same city. Like, and we're back here again. Not even they, a year ago. Not even a year ago, we're like six months later. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, Matt, um, does anybody want to give the the breakdown of what happened? Because, um, so yeah, you got it. Okay, I got you, you. and I'll do it without using profanity. So, essentially, what happened is is that, um, this young brother Dante Wright was stopped. during a routine traffic stop, um, I want to say um, expired license. Yeah, yeah, I think it was yeah. registration. Yeah, expired expired registration is why he was stopped. Um, upon asking for his license, it turns out that he had a outstanding warrant. Um, can't remember which what was mailed was. to the yeah. wrong place. F- 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 uh, yeah. Failure to failure to appear in court. Oh, okay, it's, it so was just for like a yeah, it was for like a small. Yeah, it, it was a small thing. They put it on a payment plan, and 
Yeah, so yeah, it was, it was, they put him on a payment plan, and and basically he never got around to paying it, and so the warrant yeah. was out for something small and yeah. dumb as fuck. So I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Shit, yeah, it, was, it wasn't right. even for him. It was like, like that, was, that was right. It was spent. It was sent to the wrong address. Yeah, so, right. And so essentially, what happened is is that they tried to arrest him. He he fled from the scene. I guess he was he was scared. Um, as he was. Or, or not fled. Um, he just resist, He just resisted. That's he all. He resisted arrest, and as the officer claims in quotation, she shot him one time, claiming she meant to use her taser. Um, I, 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 I call don't know bullshit. How the fuck that happens. I, I call bullshit on several reasons yeah. because yeah. she's she been in. Gun is way too heavy. Twenty years. Twenty. Like, yeah. She was yeah. an officer for twenty years. There's no way in happy hell you no. mistook your. Gun for your no way in happy hell. How long you been an officer? Well, here let 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 KJ finish first before before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, KJ. Finish. Oh no, I was I was I mean I I was gonna let y'all have it, but I'll just say that from all the police officers that I know, and even the military people that are on this call, um, if I'm not mistaken, because I I don't I don't own a gun, um. From if I'm not mistaken, your gun is used by your dominant hand. So you, when you holster it, your weapon, you holster it in your dominant on your dominant side, left hand, left side, right, right hand, right, right side. And right. on the opposite side is where you will holster, you know, your taser, your your mace, whatever. So I, you be go ahead, Alan. Go ahead, bro. I I I will say this because I've been on stuff like that. I was out during the riots out here from when when this crap all started. Um, your gun does go on your dominant part too. Unfortunately, there is no standard of what you have it. I don't know how she is or what she did. I definitely could tell you. I know the mm-hmm. difference between my taser and and and. Go ahead, go ahead, Byron. So from watching the video, she did pull it from her dominant hand side. She pulled it from her right side. No, 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 no. What? Because uh, that, that's why I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this because because kind of like what KJ was saying. But there is there's no standard of this is where oh, my. Alex supposed to be or where yeah, it's supposed to be and at. I think so so we can't go on this and I will say that like I'm saying with me I definitely know the difference because there's a, there's a big weight discrepancy um mm-hmm. be, be, between the two and there's definitely the safety discrepancy between the two so um I obviously and I'll go to that part, part later to her defense she did say taser 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 so I think so right now I'm thinking she's just a dumbass if she actually meant to use shoot her taser and she still shot the gun um no i'm saying that like i said um because i've i went over that tape freaking over and over again because I, I was like what the hell but kind of to like what kj was saying unfortunately there is no standard of 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 how of of how you carry what too because i know like with me when i went out my um the first time i i, I deployed my um my gun because i'm left-handed was actually on my chest and, and everything else I had too. One on the last one I went out to, my gun was actually on on my left side, and my cha- my taser was on my chest too. So they're they're both so I could pull them with my dominant hand too, but they're in different spaces. They're they're they're, they're yeah. different places. So placement mm-hmm. is it something that's a factor because placement can be it's, anywhere. It, 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 but, it varies. It varies per person. Right. Right. So okay. So to to so to get off the placement thing. All right. Fine. Let's say you placed it wherever you placed it. It's a different feel. If you, if you no, a gun ever in your life, you know the difference between a gun and a taser. No, you it's, 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 especially especially for a 
especially for uh issue. 20 fucking years she knew what she was doing no 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 i, I know and i'm saying for a, a for a issue i'm sorry weapon, i'm just really triggered no I'm I, I i'm with you which is why i i went over that video over and over and over again because i can say i was because especially with all these ones and dealing with my people and i'm i mean people i mean work people not just in general and people because i think problem is i used to be stationed in texas so i got people who are like well he should have done this and this and this and i'm like okay um and for all these shootings because we had the guy who was paralyzed for almost the same thing um mm -hmm. I forgot, forgot my almost forgot my thoughts. I'm so just uh, go on. I forgot my no, thoughts. I, just dealing, well, I, mean, I think I'm just like off top, like the fact that. Oh, I just remembered. A taser and a gun are two different fields. Like, oh, and there that, that that that's my thing for that's that's what's going on. Uh, 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 a a a a govern was it pretty much a government issued weapon is. Definitely feels different from a government issue taser. Now I'm saying I've had weapons because because I have a XD um I I I I have a XD three stack like that too that's really really small and really thin, and that could be confused from a taser from 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 a new person because it is light and it, it is single stack like that too. But that's not what that's not what's issued to you because usually you're issued a Glock or something or something a nine millimeter like Glock. that. But yeah. the thing is, and, at the end of the day, we can cross all of that out because the bitch was in. No, that's, in no, I'm, I'm, say, I'm saying, I'm saying, she was, she like, was wrong. It's just like we bringing like the it's just off top twenty years, and just like the person commented it when she was yelling taser, she had a gun in her no, hand. The which, whole no, which is why, which is why I'm saying she is a dumbass. Because like, 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 her partner wasn't even out the way yet. Like even if she exactly. was gonna tase, she would have tased her partner too. No. And 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 that and but but that's where we go to to, to my thing because and and that's where I take the onus off of her, which is why I'm which is why I see why in this case her freaking her her captain or the police chief retired also, which is finally because I think they knew that hey this is going up top because like because like, like like Byron said. Partner wasn't wasn't out of the way. Dude wasn't really resisting. He didn't toss anybody stuff like that too. So they were, so so they were gonna hate them. So she she was just off the cuff wrong. And if that's how they train, they're fucking wrong. Fucking yeah, and, she's the, and also for context, she's the head of the police union. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, she 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 was she was training someone else on the job. Oh my lord, training yes. someone how to kill black men. She needs first. They said she was she's charged with second degree murder, but she needs first degree murder. She knew exactly she's, she, what she she's was not even murder. She's, she's she's manslaughter. Manslaughter. Oh my lord! The whole situation is just ignorant. Like what else has she done within her twenty years of? If they start yeah, they start looking uh, and, and then they end up finding some level of motive of that like all of her recent arrests are, are black men or black women and like that that's just gonna go crazy. Like that I don't I don't know which one I would be more mad about. The fact that uh, a black man was targeted or that he was killed by accident. It, like, like complete 
accident. Like she just stupid, stupid. It, like, but there's like, no possible way it was an accident because it. like tw- twenty years, years, and that they have, assuming they have like constant training on their weapon, and you have to know, oh, and have a level of instinct. To grab that weapon. And let's talk about holsters too. Because like the holsters have to be fucking different. And yeah. Because there's probably. Like that's. that's Because I've seen the holster on uh, like MPs. The military police. Sekpo, mm-hmm. Oh. And like it takes maybe five seconds to unclip that whole thing. And it takes a level of familiarity with it. My- and I. Yeah, that's my my thing yeah, is the, like that whole thing is just wrong because like like you're saying, and if if I go by the logic of everything too, and this is just just the logic because unless and that's say I don't know how they do it, so unless their weapons are never on safe. I was just about to say, was the weapon on oh. safety? Is it typical would, would, to have it on safety? Which, which is, just and, for it to and, be on go at all times. And that that's like I'm saying something like. Like I'm glad they're they're getting her for 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 manslaughter, and I know why they're doing manslaughter because honestly they um they're, they're doing manslaughter for her because they they they're not gonna get her for murder. Like I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. They're not yeah, gonna they get her for second murder. degree though. No, no, they put second 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 degree manslaughter because because I'm saying the oh, definition okay, okay. Of, the definition of murder is you have to be like, hey, I'm gonna go kill this person and everything. Yeah. It, it has to be like a plan. No, yeah, no, it's gotta that, be premeditated. Everything. By, yeah. by the book for her mm-hmm. except holding holding the wrong damn thing so which is why which is why like i know like if they if they put her for murder she'd 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 walk free she would walk she would walk so which is why which mm-hmm. is why i i know i know why they're doing manslaughter but it's just something like kind of like what, what we're saying earlier everything that they're doing like for this if that's the way they train something is definitely wrong about everything with with this with this police department because it's like okay it's- she took her weapon off safe or it was never on safe, which is wrong. She picked the wrong. She picked yeah. the wrong week to do it. Like too. Like it was just like like like. Dude, and it's it's twenty one weeks. Twenty one weeks to become a cop. And if you look at every other country, it's at least two years. And majority of the time, the police also oh are combined with the military. They also serve military years, years, years. and it's been uh, like the police forces in every other er, country are ten times better, er, and their prison reform is ten times better. Er. And then my mm-hmm. and the sad part is, I might even be lowballing it by saying ten times. Like it, it's probably way better. Places in Switzerland where they literally don't even have weapons walking around their prisons and and have a sixty. Percent reform rate. Wait, with even less coming in with with extreme reoffenses, is like that. That is so insane, bro. Like, like we're so quick to fucking shoot or or talk shit versus like trying to understand and what a person's thinking or what's going on. You well, know how to prevent and- it in the future. Like, there's no there's no other questions going on in people's heads. They're just ready to react. Hey, okay, yeah. all right. I know what I'm gonna do now. I'm, I'm gonna do this next. No, and well, but why is this person doing this though? Like, why is this person running? Think that letter should have never been sent to the wrong fucking place. Why do we have have like ser- serious accusations like that going to the wrong fucking address to begin with? 
Like, that kid was put in, like, the worst situation that should have never fucking happened. And, uh, yeah, I don't his know. His fine was under $100. His fine total was under $100. Even if... It wasn't, even his. It wasn't even fucking his. I don't know. He, he, I feel like if it's a non-violent warrant, you could warn him about, hey, dude, just FYI, let you know you have a warrant out for your arrest. And talk I to feel him. like people should not be arrested for fucking traffic tickets off, off top. Also, that part too. There should not be right. no reason That's why somebody has a warrant because of a traffic ticket. What? Why is, is that, that even on your like, mind to pull a well, weapon no, for somebody who pulled over for speeding? Why is well, that no, but, like your immediate instinct? That makes no fucking sense. No, but no, but what 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 KJ said though, it should be like failure to appear shouldn't be a, a warrantable offense. It's second of all, too, it should be like, hey, by the way, you have this. You really need to take care of this. Um. Let's make sure that that so so now like I said now this is your official warning that that because now now because because before because things in the mail mail get, we all know mail gets lost all the time so like what KJ said yeah. say hey I noticed you yeah you have you have a warrant for failure to appear this is this is your warning let's reschedule this like I said because that that that's that's the right. first thing like, that, that that's wrong the second thing that's wrong even to Celine's point though. Even to Celine's point, why the fuck is there a warrant out for for not paying a ticket though? Like, well, that's because dumbest... be, because that, 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 that that's a loophole because because the, the loophole is failure is, is failure to appear in court. So I'm so so that's why so so you're not you, you don't have a warrant for that. That's the thing because I can have a ticket. I, I cannot pay a traffic ticket or whatever for thirty five dollars. Right? So they said that he couldn't appear in court for this ticket because it happened during COVID when the courts closed. So it really wasn't his fault. It was no, because of fucking COVID. Oh yeah. No, no, I, I totally get that. Yeah. And, but I'm saying, cause, and but like, like what KJ was saying, we need to go ahead and redo the whole really? format because 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 we're all right now we're going on the little microcosms and like like what I said, we need a bigger reform because the thing is the loophole, like Celine says, I I, I can have a ticket for thirty five dollars. And that's not going to put me in jail. My if, the thing is, if I don't pay it, and then I don't go to court to contest it, it's a failure to appear. That's what that's what gets a warrant warrant for me. And it's a, it's a totally busted system. And nine times out of ten, these tickets like they're like for and I, I have one for Culver City, and it's like the tickets. It, it costs more than thirty five dollars for me to contest a ticket. They need to um, they need to just start hitting people for their credit instead of sending out warrants. In Ooh, that, in that, exactly. Because that, my thing is, is like stuff like this, like thirty-five dollars is costing somebody's life. Yeah, hundred dollars is costing somebody's life, and it's I, like I totally agree with you. And, I don't, and, I don't understand how like nobody. I don't know. It's just Liz, like, Liz, uh, like it makes me sick to my stomach, y'all. Like, of course, yeah, so never it never stood a chance. Not, yeah, like not, not only is this the whole system inherently racist it's in, it's inherently classist like anytime things like that happen where it's fine based you know what i'm saying like you're dying over a fine you're you're being jailed over a fine that is class warfare and it's down it's yeah. set up to keep you in the system and keep you down yeah. forever and it's kind of like it's, yeah. it's it's what kj said though because it's like do you appear in court or are you, you can't afford to go to court so you have to do this 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 and the third and like you said and 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 that that's that's a loophole that's a loophole i was saying and kind of what kj said before too it's we can't afford to go fight it we can't afford to do this usually it's more so it it, it costs more to fight it 
to clear your name rather than just to pay the damn thing, you know? And then if right. you're doing all the stuff, so you're waiting for it, then, then you get the failure, you get the failure to appear, you get the failure to appear. Then it's like, Oh, you know, and then that's when the warrant comes out to, to keep somebody down. And that, and that's what I mean by it. the whole thing is just freaking broken. And then, and then, like I said, we were talking about it on Friday too. It's just the system's broken in general because you're supposed to use lethal, you're supposed to use non-lethal force in, in an alternative to when you would use lethal force. So she brought out her taser yeah. when, when, if you, if you weren't going to bring out your gun, you're not supposed to bring out your taser. And that's for some reason we are the police in general, uh, and in this in general, we use shortcuts all the damn time. And when you're always, when you're always using shortcuts, this is the shit that freaking happens. And yep. that's what I'm tired about. And that's why, and remember, because after the whole thing with George Floyd, I was talking, I was talking to local PD and their policies. I was out there because in Van Nuys, when they did something, when they sent us out, I was in Utah when they, when, when they, 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 when they went on a curfew, you know, and I was talking to police officers. And like I said, I've had good interactions and bad interactions, you know, just in general of trying to figure out what's going on. And some of them actually agree on it. It's like, they're not trained or they're trained, they're trained properly, or now they're trained to say, Hey, if they don't do this, use your taser. And it's like, no, there's three officers there. Why do you have to tase a, to tase a person? I honestly want to hear from the black officer that was there. I want to know what he was thinking. No, I really do. No, no, I want. I want to know. I want to know. No, I do. But opposite, like he, like he kind of wasn't involved because you said the other two people they were just straight there, and then she's like taser, 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 and like that too. And that's the thing. She was saying taser, taser, taser to, and I've heard it to get out of the fucking way. So, and that's the thing. They, and for him, he doesn't know what's going on. So you're saying this person's trying to resist arrest, and they're like, no, and they're trying to calm him down. And then, and it, it, that's like saying, hey, guess what? You know. You're trying to like you, it's like it's like you you and KJ are trying to arrest me, right? I'm claustrophobic, so I'm a little hesitant, right? And then mm -hmm. and then Lee's gonna be like taser, taser, taser. It's like and like Lee said, that's not what you do. I feel like it, everything could have been prevented if they had a conversation with, with like, hey man, look, I know last year, like they should have been cognizant of. I know last year, you know what I'm saying, and still now where the courts are intermediate because of COVID. Did you know? Did you get this mail about, you know, this fine that you have? You know, well, what I'm saying? We, have, we have a no, no, no. Because I've seen hold on, because I've seen a situation where a cop literally took the time, took the time to explain why this person yeah. had a warrant and said, hey, look, I'm not going to arrest you right now. But what I want you to do is right now go to your car, drive down to the courthouse and figure this out. Well, he's like, otherwise, I, I, I otherwise. I, I know that's you what now, KJ said. And as soon as I see you on site, I'm arresting you. No, he but said, go down to the courthouse and figure. Wait, wait. He was like, go down to the courthouse and figure it out. That was that's some good. That's good policing right there. Like, hey, bro, listen, like you got this situation. This is what it's for. Did you know about this? If you didn't, if you haven't been home, because this is at a college town. If you haven't been home, hey, bro, go to the courthouse it, down here, down the street. It was a couple. It's like 10 blocks away. Five six, five, six minutes, go down there, figure it out, set up a payment plan. We They, they do it all the time. And then this will go away. But they're not trained like that anymore. And that's the point. Cause, cause, and that's what KJ said. KJ said it should have been like, hey, what's, you know, do you know we you have this? You had but, a warrant for this. Yeah. But, 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 but it also goes back to like, like what we said, it's communication in general because a lot of this shit, like, and, 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 and even Lieutenant Nazario, 
all this shit because the whole time he's asking, why are you pulling me over? And and they're, and they're not saying, and the cop could have lied. He could have said, hey, guess what? We have a report about someone matching this car, kind of like like kind of like what KJ said. Like he's, he's like he had a black Honda Civic, and now he has a Mustang. Two pretty common cars. So he's getting pulled over. So and the thing is, you're more willing to comply and said, hey, we're just running this because 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 we got a report about a crime being committed in this car. Because if you tell me that, then I'm more willing to be like, okay, guess what? Let me turn it off. I'll go sit down over here. You don't need to put me in cuffs. You have all this like that. I'll sit down over here. And then why why you do your thing? But a lot of times, they they think they don't they don't have to, and they're not trained like that anymore to be like, hey, they guess what? are automatically hostile. Yeah, in situations that don't need they don't need to be the problem, hostile in. The problem is, is that they're power hungry, and it's like, all right, well, I'm the ultimate authority. Exactly. And it's like, as soon as you, as soon as you go against me, it's like, oh, you know, you're not respecting my authority. But again, this is simple community. We talked about this earlier. In the, simple communication yeah. could solve all these problems. Like I've been in a situation. Um, I mean, I've been in a situation where I've been pulled over and. Um, and funny living in Virginia, coincidentally, and I had a warrant because like I didn't pay a ticket. Matter of fact, I, yeah, I didn't pay a ticket. It was a, it was a ticket I didn't pay. I missed the court date, whatever. The mm-hmm. officer was like, "Well, I'm not gonna arrest you, but I need you to go take care of this." She was like, "You know, um, you know, at some point you have to do this." She was like, "Don't let me see you driving a car because I'm go- I'm gonna pull you over." What does that say, Celine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> CNN's Chris Cuomo says police reform won't happen until white people's kids start getting killed. Huh? Well, ah, uh, uh, he's not okay. wrong. Fuck that. He's not wrong. No, fuck that. He's, he's not, not wrong. He's not and wrong. the reason why he's not wrong is because some white people have selective outrage, right? We see them outraged at what happened to George Floyd only because we have the video of you know, um, I ain't even gonna say his fucking name, chilling on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Mm-hmm. And that woke everybody up. But then even in this situation with Lieutenant Nazario, you still have people, again, going back to the comments, well, if you would have just gotten out of the car, if you would have just turned the vehicle off, you would if you would have just pulled over. No, fuck that. And he, he I'm, never had to. I'm not advocating for anyone to go out and kill anyone. But and I said this before, and it's going to put a target on my back, but I don't care. Until either white children or even police officers are killed at the same rate that black people, unarmed black people are getting killed at, nothing in the system is going to reform because it doesn't impact them on a day-to-day like it impacts us. And and, and percentage-wise, too. It has to be like, like percentage-wise. Because that, that's the thing that people like, because they, yeah, they people go to their statistics. It's too yeah, ratio. So, like I'm there like, are a lot of white kids and mm-hmm. um, white people getting killed, but to ratio, exactly. So statistically speaking, speaking, minorities are getting killed more. Or, yes. is what people got to remember because I've been in that argument before too. But white white people are getting killed more, but to a ratio scale, yeah, because there's more white people. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I'm. Yeah, yeah. This year, this year. So somebody, somebody posted it, and they posted it on on the lines of what uh, Lee is talking about, where they were trying to say like, "Oh, but well, more white people are dying." Like, not to scale. Like, but bro, you just proved the point. That's not right. to scale. It literally said fifty white people, and then it said thirty black people. I said, "Bruh, there's no reason that should be even close." 
black uh, black people are what eleven percent of the population, and then you have white people at what fifty something. Then it dropped from thirteen. Yeah, because Hispanics are up to like sixteen, and then Asians gain some. Yeah, like like the the, the dumbest pe- fucking problem is that somebody's actually arguing and oh, we got more people all dead. Ed, like it's a fucking competition, bro. Nobody cool. should be dying. There it is. Our whole there police should be reformed because of this. This is such a common thing. But uh, fuck the like different races b- being put in this fucking scale. It's happening. Being like so what fucking statewide like mm-hmm. I, it doesn't make any sense that like we've allowed this to continually keep fucking happening. There's got to yeah. be a point where we've got to be like, okay, all no. right, got to change, change. But that's never happened. Nobody's like hey, extending police academies. He's no nobody's like um uh, like leveling out to where like certain people are taking care of certain domestic situations like there's there's no like change in our rules or anything at all like like when yeah. is the when, when are we changing it that's what i want to know yeah so like um man what what the heck was i finna say i always do that i always do that i always i always well, feel I, I think I think we I think we this we is all draining agree. and we're over two hours yeah yeah no I, I'm gonna sum <laughs> well, it up I, I was I, gonna say uh, oh shoot yeah, I was gonna say imagine imagine this being a working citizen and the money that comes out of your check goes to somebody that could eventually killing exactly exactly yeah like, like, that's what's happening we're paying a fucking we're paying the fees the window and see it. In no other over profession, dumb shit. over dumb shit at that. Nothing. We have how many people walking around here free over way more serious shit, and they're killing us for running a red light, for having a tail light out. Just dumb. Right. Just, our life is just like a dummy. We're, we're just existing, and they don't give a fuck. It's, and I'm, I'm sick of it. I am. Right, right. So I, I just want to end on a note. On no, in no other profession is this acceptable. None. None. You you don't see this at a hospital. You don't see this at the fire station with the firefighters. Like, oh, they didn't put out that fire, and all these people died. Like, no, 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 no. They they don't they don't get that. They don't get a pass. They don't give them a pass. They don't give. There's no profession that gets a pass. But police is like, oh, well, maybe. Like, well, what? I, I will say this. So, That's how you like, know like Char said, we're over two hours, so I think we oh, all yeah. do agree that the system is just broken. And it, it needs to be fixed and um and like but unfortunately it seems like police reform is gonna be a little far off than what it needs to be. But I think they need to take examples from other professions because like the other professions they, they make mistakes and no one dies and all top the board the top gets changed. And I think maybe they need to look look with that in, in the police force. And like KJ mm-hmm. also said, it does need to start from some of these smaller police stations too because because that's what happens people they they work in these small towns to get ahead and then they and then they go over into the big systems as well too to to just perpetrate what's already going on as well too which is which is a it's it's a shame because like you said these small towns that they avoid everything since since they avoid everything um they they fly under the radar and they 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 Mm -hmm. perpetuate unfortunately the cycle in the system which is just it's a shame right so I'm gonna get this last comment in, and then we are gonna end. Like I'm gonna let her comment get up here. So um, oh, I I could read it because like that too. So she said, 
She knew what she was doing, period, point blank. There was no plain ignorant. There was no justification. All the years she had been has been an officer. All the training, all the resources that were available to her. She saw a black man with a warrant, and that was enough for her, taking him um, from his life, family, friends, church. And not only that, but she didn't use aggressive force with them, didn't threat, threaten them, no weapon with them. So why did he shoot? If you're going to shoot, why not shoot the tires to keep him from, from getting away and, and then arrest him? Exactly. There's so many different ways that this could have gone. Exactly. Yeah, which and uh, like we yeah, said, yeah, yeah. that's spot on. That's yeah, that's yeah, spot yeah, on. That, yeah, that's that's like, spot he, on. He's got a son that's a junior, and the little boy is two. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. So look, there was a GoFundMe set up for his son too. I forgot what is. I forgot what it is, but I know there, yeah. there's one set up for his son. Also. Right. Right. So, so um, somebody can find that plug that in because we definitely need to make sure his kids or, or all our kids really are taken care of but his especially right facts facts so um i want to thank everyone right now for watching um and coming through um this has been episode 38 um again i want to thank my panel um and uh yeah um y'all have a good one um we out <laughs>